You're listening to The Virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts... Now. the Ron and Fez show.
I almost gave out the phone numbers, but uh, I forgot. We're in yesterday mode. Yeah. And here I thought we were in today mode. It's time travel time. It is time travel uh, time. Uh, coming up in, what, about an hour, Mikey boy? Right around there, yep. Less than an hour. 50 minutes, Mikey boy. And uh, what's on Mikey boy's uh, mind today? He's rocking and rolling. We'll talk some music, maybe. He's fucking feeling good. When did... Uh, you know, wouldn't Mr. College music of the 80s start to impress you so much? He told me he went to some of Fugazi show, so I was like, oh, wow, you're the man, Mike. Well, yeah, but that's his neighborhood. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you saw him in that small room? Cool. Did they ever play a bigger room than that? That's no. what I want to know. <laughs> they, they relegated the basements. Cheap shows, though. Uh, so far, if you're keeping a uh, score on my gambling against uh, Eastside Dave McDonald, Daddy's way up again, taking that heat, taking oh, that yeah. heat, pushing all in on the heat. He can't be feeling good about himself. <laughs> I think he is because he doesn't really understand all the info, oh, but okay. in the back of it, if, if there's anything that that guy is, it's optimistic. He's absolutely optimistic. Um... I'm still in grand jury. I wish I could sit and tell you these stories, and I've now decided a perfect HBO show would be called Grand Jury because the thing goes from direct tragedy to comedy and then back to tragedy again, depending on what cases they are. We get the worst cases. We get the silliest cases. Like we how silly? Like just like sitcom fucking craziness? Yes, just sitcom craziness. Um... And, you know, since it's New York City, you're every ethnic group and every uh, accent and language and translators coming in. And, you know, you're like, oh, this is hysterical. And then the next thing that comes in is just like heartbreaking. And then finally, it just occurred to me, this would be so much better than in treatment on HBO. I'll watch uh, it five nights a week. Well, I think the way you would have to watch it would be 23 people over a month period and that'd be the end of it and then it's done. Um, but it's it's a bizarre experience and one that I wouldn't wish on anyone. I really wouldn't. I know some people are acting like, I find it interesting. I, I talk to these people and they're in my group and they're like, I find it interesting. You know how they do it. And I go, I already have an interesting life. Thank you. Ouch. You know, I'm not a house husband who suddenly is, this is all great. Uh, this isn't the supermarket. This is awesome. And quite frankly, uh, there's more into that, you know, regular people put more into their life than I do. I don't have the kind of time that most people, like this whole eight-hour day thing that most people are okay with, I, could, I can't live that way. Shouldn't Too have long. to. Shouldn't have to. I like to act like, well, I work a lot harder than someone who does a podcast. Is that Mikey Boy? No, that's Rob Cross who just came in. Tell Rob I said hello and tell him that I just think he's the best. Ron says hello, hello and that Ron. you're the best. And I hope he enjoyed himself at Molly's and I hope he had a great time there. He says it was delicious. Oh, so he can already hear me on his own? Um, Alright, we'll get this uh, thing started today because as I said... Uh, Constantly trying to fill the hole 
known as the Rana Fez show. There's a big empty void. And I shovel into it, and I fill it up. I fill up this four hours, and then I turn around, and it's been fucking emptied by whatever time does. It's a hole with a false bottom, I feel like. Do you know, like, um, when I did the show with Opie one day, and he goes, people are going to hate me for this, or make fun of me, or something like that, he said. He says, I see uh, radio as an art form. And I've heard that discussed before. But in so many art forms, once you're finished, you have something. This would almost be like if you were the director of a movie and you just had to keep shooting constantly and it would never (laughs) come out. So I kind of do it. Yes, I guess it is an art form, but it's sandcastles at the beach. And you build your sandcastle and everyone comes by and they go, oh, it's great. But then the wind and waves destroy it, and the next day, if you want to have it, you've got to rebuild that sandcastle. Jesus. And that's what radio is. It's just constant. No one ever comes up to you and goes, oh, I'm really into that thing that you did in 1996. No, it doesn't happen that way. I'm going to frame that show. Uh, People will say you used to be better when you had Billy, you know, whatever it happens to be. <laughs> Fill in the fucking blank. And Hicks has already told me he's a fucking temporary worker. Hicks told me in a scream one day, I am a producer of the show. There's been many producers before me, and there'll be many after me. And I go, all right, I get it. That was an intense day. For you, I was just having a normal fucking day. I asked if you wanted a piece of turkey sandwich. And that's the scream I got. But that's what you deal with. It just fucking doesn't matter. We are uh, just, it's like we are weaving uh, air. We're just weaving air. That's it. Air Weavers, that sounds like fucking like a cool movie. Well, Earl Weavers would be the first movie, uh, you know, just the story of the great skipper. And then Air Weavers would be the backup. But uh, it's why I never held on to it too much. Or if people say good show, I go, well, could that do me? Because by tomorrow, it's a lousy show. Or if they say, uh, your show sucks, I go, yeah, but maybe tomorrow's won't. That's right. Buck up. So it doesn't matter either way. Chris, I haven't gotten into your noggin lately, though. What's going on with you? What's happening in Chris Town? Well, earlier today, mm-hmm. I was late to work for a very specific reason. I walk out of my apartment, and I hear the words, help, help. Help me. I go up to my fifth floor in my apartment building, and I see my very quite large neighbor passed out or just just fallen down and couldn't get up in her doorway. Let me just check to make sure. Was this a neighbor or a mirror? (laughs) No, no. Did you wake up on your own bathroom floor? I got good legs, Ron. So far. And I live on the fourth floor. By the way. Somebody who's in their 20s should never brag about the strength of their legs. That should be a fucking given. All right, so uh, your neighbor, and I mean, this is the commercial. You're living the fucking iPhone and I can't get up, get up commercial. So you get up there, and what did you do? I was like, what, lady, you want me to call an ambulance or something? Like, lady, what? you want me to call an ambulance? Yeah, that's literally what I said. <laughs> I said, no, don't call an ambulance. Don't, no, just don't do that. I just I just have to get up. I can't get up. You know what? They're afraid of an ambulance because they think once they go to Bellevue, they'll never get out again. Yeah, they'll be done. <laughs> once they start cutting pieces off you. <laughs> so uh, what did you do? You 
you fucking uh, put her in a uh, in a bus, and you and her start to head to Fort Lauderdale, and then she died in the back after pissing herself. No, I, that, that would have been much better, at least. Everybody is talking at me. So you find this woman, and I'm going to assume a woman. Uh, yes. But An older, when you say she's lady. big, how big are we talking? About 250. That's right. a big woman. All right. So she, uh, you, by you going 250, and you're not really understanding numbers, she could be almost anything. <laughs> She was fucking. She's a big girl. But I know, I know that. But for you to say two fifty means anywhere from two hundred to four hundred pounds. <laughs> you just are awful with numbers. All right. So did you actually get your hands under armpits and pull her up? I got her. I put my arms under the armpits, wrapped it around her breasts, which was very fucking awkward for me. Were you loving it though? <laughs> oh, it was kind of nice. Cop and a feel. And then I just I drag her to her couch in the fucking living room and. Managed to prop her up onto the couch, thus saving her day. No, my friend, you didn't save her day. You saved her life. And it looks like this show doesn't have just one hero anymore. I'm in a rarefied company. Looks like in the hero VIP room, I gotta move over one. That's right, lady on the fifth floor. Thanks to this young hero, the fat lady on the fifth floor is now on her couch, probably dead, <laughs> if I had to guess. There is no way I would have picked her up. I wouldn't have what? touched her. That's why you, you've never heard this song playing. I've heard it play, just not for me. Yes, that's what I meant. Now, what would stop you from helping another human being? That if she was hurt more than I realized, I would have called the 911. I would have gotten she doesn't want, out there. She doesn't want 911 because she doesn't want them to take her away. She's at, she's begging for help wedged in a doorway at that point. She has to get the help that's going to be provided. She doesn't. Once she yells for help, she doesn't get to choose anymore. It doesn't even make sense to me. She yeah. fucking called her neighbor and said, help me. I respect her fear of 911. Yes, so. who doesn't have that? <laughs> I was like, all right, I get it, lady. All right, no problem. The... Uh, yeah, the whole fucking thing can be taken away from you at any time. You know, once you start to be like her, you're probably on some kind of... She's living in that building, you know she's on some kind of fucking program. <laughs> you could be like Welfare Man, just fucking constantly going around, helping the underprivileged. I'll take that role. Well, you feel good about yourself, don't you? Yeah, I do, actually. No one else came to her cries. You're right. And if it was up to fucking Fez, she'd be in a goddamn straitjacket in Bellevue right now. With somebody, uh, it would have seriously like been at the fucking, what's that movie that everybody in your generation th thinks is such a great dope movie? The ass to ass movie. Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, the drug movie for people who've never done drugs. <laughs> Doesn't fucking go that way, so stop it. But, um, but, you know, remember at the end of it, how they were just fucking you know, once you got into that system, you could never get out again. Yeah, they just bring her to the, to, to the fucking uh, psych ward and she's done. She's the mother. And she just starts getting her brain rattled. And then him, they cut his fucking arm off. Yeah, and then the only one that lucked out was ass to ass. Just fucking enjoying anal sex in front of a bunch of strange old men on the Upper East Side throwing cash. Yeah, weirdest party ever. Well, then, yeah, they ended with her with her dope. 
nice on the couch back in Brooklyn. Yeah. Fucking relaxing, waiting for that fucking scary black guy to give her another call. See, they have a thing in dope movies. They try to have it as to prove that the woman has fallen into the worst possible uh, place that you can with drugs. They put her in an interracial relationship. So they don't say, ooh, but they're saying to the audience, can you fucking believe this? You know, and that's the whole point. She's blowing a black guy. Traffic did it. You could go on and on through all these things where finally you're like, what are you doing? You're, you used to be so nice. And now look how you've fallen. But without fucking saying it. Yep. And for some reason we call Hollywood liberal. Hell no. We're like Jew racist. You know, I'm not comfortable with that. I feel like whatever the amount of Jew jokes that you can do in life, you fucking used up. Really? I'm, yes, you have. I'm at the limit? Yes. I feel like shit You now. took it to the limit. Even a fucking hero like yourself can abuse. Hey, that lady's on her couch enjoying some fucking Paul Malls right now. Or no, I think she was smoking Merits, excuse me. <laughs> you ask her for a Merit before you left? How about something for the effort, lady? I should have been your Merit badge. She's fucking <laughs> pin a Merit to your front. Seriously, you to me, you seem like Chewbacca at the end of the fucking fourth episode. <laughs> Where you're just, you're getting that meadow and you're all happy. You let out a roar and it's just great. Wish I got a medal. You deserve a medal, my friend. You deserve a fucking metal plate in your head. And Watley, you really wouldn't have helped? I know. I would have tried to calm her down. I would have stayed with her and called 911 on my cell phone. But why do you take, like, such joy into to fucking not helping people? It's not, no, it's precaution. What if I hurt this big woman trying to get her up? What if, you know, I'm trying to get her up. I'm not the strongest person in the world. I end up underneath her, trapped also in the doorway. How do you act like you're not the strongest person in the world? I've seen your calves. <laughs> your calves are actually cows. Have you ever seen Watley's calves? They look like a fucking NFL pulling guard. And yet he'll claim that he's weak, but he has the most muscular fucking calves, like tree trunks that somebody has fucking just carved into. Oh, Fez. And you take this, oh, I'm not strong enough to do it. You probably could have got her up over your head. What if I ended up hurting her more? Then I have to hear about that the rest of my life. Oh, the guy down on four broke my neck. Why can't you just say, let me be the guy and fucking do it? Why do you have to make up scenarios where you fail? And I think that's why you feel, fucking always feel like a failure. Because you always go out of your way to go, this is what a failure is. I'd be pulling her by her big cankles trying to get her back into her apartment. There's people that are trained to take care of accident victims. Just lift them that's up. What, that's what we pay our taxes a for. A woman filled... Uh, let me ask you this. If a fucking baby tips over, are you going to call 911 if a toddler fucking slips and hits his fucking knee? This baby might sue me. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is be here for that. There's people to handle that. Call 911. This lady would like a sandwich. That's what they always say on 911 calls on television. Don't move the victim. When? When has there ever been a 911 fucking commercial on television where they yelled, don't move the victim? I have a TV. I've never seen this.
Sounds crazy. And a, a victim is gets hit by a truck, not tries to go get her fucking mail, gets her fat finger stuck in the slot and falls on her big ass. This was not a victim. This is a woman, once she hits the fucking ground, needs a little fucking help. That's all. How do I know once I get her to her couch that she's going to be okay? That I haven't left oh. her there? Then you know what? You, you fucking give me the new thing. The next time you're panicking and you're short of breath, I'm calling 911. And have them come and picking you up. And the next time you tell me you can't do something, I'm going to have you fucking locked up in Bellevue. I don't know why I'm sitting around doing this thing. You've convinced me. You've turned me around like a fucking chair on The Voice. I am no longer going to fucking put it upon myself. Deck, like, I think this guy can pull out of this. No, I want on speed dial now. I'm hitting 9-1 and just fucking keeping my thumb up there. At all times? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have five minutes before I need to call. When he starts to get it his, I'm out. I don't know what to say. I'm calling 911 at that fucking instant. And I'm yell, this is for the fat lady on five. All right, now we got fucking tornado watches in the city. How could that even fucking be? It's fucking summer. I will tell you this. The heat out there today. I know you guys have been up here for a while. I came out of that fucking thing downtown, which I don't know why everything's got to be stoned in that area. <laughs> It's like it looks, a it looks good. It looks everything's good. like a marble fucking kitchen uh, tabletop. It's hot as hell. You got classes up down there. Anyway, where were we? Oh, so the we leapt from fucking winter into deep summer. We didn't really get a spring this year. The groundhog was so right. Fuck that groundhog. You know what? Full you shit. don't fuck the groundhog. The groundhog fucks you. I'm not taking no groundhog dick. I noticed Watley hasn't said a word since I've fucking said, as soon as he panics today, I'm calling 911. And I am. I'm trying not to panic. You seem a little panicky. I'm still mobile, though. I'm not caught in the doorway. Yeah, I'm going to come. Hi, is this 911? Yes. Yeah, um, do me a favor and just have an ambulance circling around uh, 49th Street. I'm going to fucking put a lunatic in there within 15 minutes. I guarantee it. When's the last time that you ever fucking that you did something Watley where you said to yourself, I think I just did the right thing today? Oh man, it's been a long, Who's long present? time. Where are we going back? Gerald Ford? Was it was it Ford's short presidency? It could have been in that two year frame, that window. Yeah, I don't know the last time I did something correctly. Uh oh. It sounds like nine one one better get over here if you don't if you can't handle yourself. Get that thumb up. There are people that will assist you. Mm-hmm. I looked into assistant living for Watley, actually not too long ago, and it's pretty affordable here. And you can get three fucking huts and a place to live, and they check on you in Manhattan for five G's. Wow, really? Yeah. Holy shit, taking care of the food and whatnot. That's, yeah. Do it. The 5G's is about a normal, you know, downtown one bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, probably not even a one bedroom. Probably just a fucking <laughs> studio. studio. Yeah. Well, this would be probably like a little studio for him. They would just have the fucking, uh, it'd be like a, probably like a hospital room. Maybe you'll even share a bed with a couple other people. All right, whatever. Kind of like a hostel type situation. 
There'll be a hostile takeover. There's poor Dirk. Uh, you know, uh, Dave was bragging about him. You know, this is his time. He fucking does something to his finger last night. Tore a tendon in his left hand. No, it's his non-shooting hand, yeah. but still. It's, That's not good. He got to uh, fucking have it all wrapped up now. I kind of feel for the guy. Yeah, it's rough. But now, I guess if he does win it, he even fucking gives him more of a rocky angle. It's still there. It's still fucking possible. Not over yet. I got a line on you, Watley. I'm just going to call 811 and tell them when they graduate, I'll fucking call them back. Pia! Pia, who knows? Pia! Uh, Mitt Romney, who's uh, supposed to announce he's going to run for president sometime today, is uh, got into the question of what things in pop culture, pop culture, do you like? Did you say pop culture? I think I said pop. Maybe because you're having a stroke. I'll call nine one one. Call. What are the stroke signs? Pursed lips, mispronounced words, and rubbing of one's uh, thigh. That's all there. Well, nine one one said they're off for a long weekend. Wow, seems irresponsible. They said if there's any injuries at all, try to fix it yourself. Do the best you can. Put ice on it. <laughs> so he was saying his favorite things are uh, American Idol. He also uh, likes the Beatles and the Twilight books. So I wasn't sure if he was running for president of the United States or president of student council. What's your point? That this all sounds immature? That it all sounds like he's looking at the most popular things in the country and just giving them as his answer. He's picking all number ones. Well, the Beatles haven't been around in fucking 41 years. Well, the Twilight books are written by a Mormon. So maybe that's why. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's a Mormon broad. See, this is the first I'm hearing that. Yeah, she's responsible for all that. I will tell you this. I don't know anything about the Twilight uh, books. Or the movies, but that girl's very cute. Oh, yeah, very sexy. She was in uh, Into the Wild. She was the, like, 16-year-old. Now, I, I know a lot of people think she's a horrible actress, but I think she's very sexy, and she plays uh, Joan Jett in that Runaways movie. Yeah, she's not a bad actress. People just hate on Twilight series. Who can tell? <laughs> I tried to watch the Twilights a couple times. I don't see what Mitt Romney sees in them. I never gave her a chance. Well, here's your point, Fez. If someone says that they like popular things, you would see that as being fake? Yeah. I said when you when you're picking that many popular things, All I right. would say yes, you're being fake. All right. So, if we were to say to you, what are the popular things that you like? I would say I like comic books. I like pro wrestling. Who doesn't? Those are very very popular. I don't think they're popular across the board. Well, not everyone likes American Idol. I mean, as many people... And everyone hates Twilight, too. That's right. Those two things are like, even though they're popular, they're really hated. Oh, yeah. Now, I will give you the Beatles. But, again, the Beatles aren't even today. If anything, that kind of makes them look dated. A lot of, I think a lot of politicians... Whenever they show someone's iPod, someone has fucking the Beatles on it. Because that's what they love to do, is show people's iPod fucking playlists. 
Mm. Like Obama listens to the Beatles. Oh well, who doesn't God. have the fucking Beatles? Yeah, Everyone yeah. does. <laughs> You'd be a fucking idiot if you've got an iPod or if you have an album collection and you have no Beatles. They're overrated. Fuck them. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Let's suppose you have a party and someone says, oh, put on Sgt. Pepper. And you're like, I don't have it. You look like, that's like saying, what? no, I don't, I don't carry sugar. I thought we'd all just sit here and drink fucking non-dairy fucking creamer. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm very tired. Okay. I can go with some creamer, though. So you don't like this Mitt Romney? No, I don't care for his answers. Nope. I think he's I think he's trying to be too smooth. But if he would have said Shakespeare or something, then you would have said he was trying to be too fucking smart. Pretentious douche. You know, the word pretentious is very fucking interesting to me right now. Because in this uh, new movie, this uh, Tree of Life, uh, Malik is actually being accused by some people of being pretentious. Yeah, he's being labeled that, yeah. Now, what would make someone pretentious? I would say it's acting like something that they're not. All right. Uh, uh, something better than they're not. Something better than uh, they're, well, they're, that they're not. Well, that didn't come out good at all. That was a very unpretentious sentence. That doesn't even make sense. But the whole point is that... Uh, the thing is, if this is the stuff that he's interested in, I don't know how... The two things that they say, you know, people are pretentious or self-indulgent. Now, I don't get the thing if you're an artist, the whole point of being an artist would be to be self-indulgent. Yeah, it's your fucking work. You want to show people what you're fucking doing. But, but I mean, you're doing it because it pleases you. You're not going to do art that doesn't please you. That would be fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't even think in the way of somebody who's, like, popular. All right, let's say young Justin Bieber. I don't think that he, he thinks... I'm putting out some shit just to make money. I think in his mind, he's like, this is the real shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I honestly believe he believes that. Yeah, he's in the studio thinking he's laying it down. You take Jenny from the block, J-Lo. I bet she's, when she gets done that album, she's saying to herself, this, fuck, this is the shit. I fucking finally feel fucking proud of something. Now, the rest of us could act like, oh... You know, she's a fucking hack, but I don't know if a lot of hacks even get that they're hacks. No, not at all. They they think they're the fucking the true artist, and they don't care what the people think, and they're just fucking doing what they like. But if you look at somebody who does things, well, I will give you, uh, I'll, I'll use Jay Leno, because I think he came up the other day as somebody who, when I told you, he was pretty edgy when I saw him in the, in the 80s. He was, he was fucking white heat. It may be like the best stand-up fucking set I've ever seen anyone do before. And now he does middle of the road, you know, I hope everyone's going to get this joke. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. He does that because he's like, I want to be big in Iowa and I want to be big in fucking New Hampshire. I want everybody to be able to get the joke. I still think it's self-indulgent. I still think that he's decided... I like having the number one show, so I'm going to do the things to do the number one show, and that's still being self-indulgent. Well, yeah, he's going to be proud that he gets that people all get the joke. Yes, and he he's proud that people get the joke. He's proud that people like him. He's proud when the ratings come in and he's number one. He's indulging that thing in himself that uh, matters to him. So, like, even when you're being, you know, a populist person, I still think that that's self-indulgent. I fucking think I hate when someone 
calls someone else self-indulgent because it, it's fucking, you know, I think breathing in is self-indulgence. You know, why wouldn't you indulge yourself? Be a fucking moron. <laughs> Not to. Well, people don't want anyone to do something for themselves. They want. They, I think pe- the populace in general wants people to do everything for other people or be altruistic and not put everyone else before yourself. I think that's what people. That's the ideal picture people have. Yeah, but even that and is. If you don't wh- do that, then people get fucking pissed and call no, yourself indulgent. But I get that. But when you want to be known as the person who fucking puts others first, it's still kind of self-indulgent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it feels good when someone says, "Hey." You know, you're a good son, or you're a fucking, you know, you're a good neighbor. Look at you. You did somebody something yeah, for somebody today. That's right. And you look like you couldn't be happier with Walk yourself. Walk a little taller. feel pretty good about myself. You are. You look like you're 5'3 today. What? <laughs> Would you say Leno's pretentious, too? If that's the th- where it's like, I could be so much funnier, but I have to dumb it down for no, people. No, I don't think he does that at all. I don't think he, he does that even slightly. I think he thinks this is the fucking way to do your job. I don't think he sits around and uh, wishes he was something that he's not. No, I don't think someone could be really mainstream and pretentious, as people think pretentiousness is. I think pretentiousness is you're trying to be uh, more cultured or more classy, for fucking lack of a better word, and you're trying to show people that you're almost better than them without saying it through your work. I think that's how people see someone who is pretentious. Now, we went through that stupid thing with Dave that time. He thought people go to the opera to make other people feel bad. <laughs> he thinks that people go to the opera so that they can make people who go to rock concerts feel like they're stupid. They throw in their face. I think people go to the opera because they like the opera. Well, yeah, they want to hear, you know, it's fucking song sung in Italian. Like, I don't, I know that there's some people who are like, I really do like this fucking wine. It tastes like this. That's why I spend extra. Now, if you do this thing of, hey, give me the classy wine, <laughs> you, you're, it, the wine itself doesn't fucking pull off. No, you just seem like a crazy asshole. And there's a lot of people like that, too. Um,. So that's my point on that. Uh, once again, we're getting the reports that uh, cell phones could cause cancer. <laughs> so here's where the hypocrisy is going to come in. Cell phones are the future of everything. There is no way we're going to get a government ban on cell phones like we will on any sort of Happy Meal toys or smoking bans. Even if it's found out that if using a cell phone will grow a conjoined twin out of your ear. Well, the only way that I would disagree with that, Fez, is that they will put the ban when they have something different. If not even better, but just different to go through, then yeah, they will. But if they don't, then they won't. And I don't think that cell phones are the future of everything. I think they just happen to be that thing right now. But that kind of technology, as we're watching with technology, could slip by very, very quickly. Look how big fucking cell phones were in like 99. When you watch Seinfeld, it's every time that he grabs a phone, it fucking shakes you out of it. Yeah, it's weird. 
Yeah, in 99, everyone had a fucking Nextel. That was the future, because it had a walkie-talkie function. That was the stupidest people shit ever. Fuck, in high school, people just loved having that walkie-talkie. Fucking just hear everyone else's conversation. For some reason, it was incredibly big with black people. <laughs> they fucking... And I'm like, why do you want a walkie-talkie? What is that all about? It's easy. You don't have to hold it up to your head. It basically just had a giant speakerphone. But have they ever proved that someone said, I have a brain tumor? Because it's not like we know everybody's using cell phones, and none of our friends are popping up with brain tumors. Not yet. So when that starts to happen, you'll see some kickback. But no one's going to believe it until they see it. Yeah, there's a rash of brain tumor outbreaks, then yeah. I mean, you got most people who don't even believe in fucking global warming. So they're not going to sit around and believe in cell phone tumors. But I don't think, I know like right now you can't make that leap ahead to what comes after fucking cell phones. To me, I see less people even talking on the phones and more people are fucking texting now. It's all about texting and BB. I, I never, I mean, if texting would have come first, people would be crazy about talking on a phone. They'd be like, all right, you don't have to use your thumbs anymore. You just pick it up and speak into it. Holy shit, I can hear your voice. I mean, yeah, all these years we've acted like we can't wait till there's voice-activated fucking computers. We don't even want to use a voice-activated phone. We want to type away. Um, I saw, well, last two times I was at the movies. One time I was actually at a screening with critics. And this fuck, this guy... Almost lit up this woman over fucking texting during a movie. Was he, it? He didn't even ask nice. He came flying over there. Was like, for the love of God, can you please turn that off? Was it another viewer, or was it like a fucking security guy at the screening? No, it was the fucking dude. It was like one critic <laughs> screaming at another critic, That's and he shit. came swinging across us, like to the row in front of us. But he was like next to us. I was fucking rolling. I was like, I'm going to see a fucking critic flight. Was it super bright? Was that the fucking problem? Was it just distracting? I didn't see it, but he fucking screamed, would you put that thing away? That's awesome. Would, for the love of God, would you put that thing away? What should happen at concerts? What was I saying? Oh, so the other day, uh, it was the Good Morning America. They're doing their every Friday as a concert. Lady Gaga is fucking singing. Oh. And you just see people holding their cell phones up. I'm like, this is on Good Morning America. You are not, your fucking cell phone is never going to give you the video that you can get just by using your DVR and go home and watch it. But hey, it's going to sound really shitty though. Maybe that's the, that's the plus. Every single person at a TV fucking show was shooting their own little fucking stuff. Yeah, it, it's mind boggling. It just it just looks so bad. If, it, if everyone had HD cameras, maybe I don't know, with fucking great sound recording equipment in their phones, but they're just shit. It's literally shit, fucking being recorded on these things. You ever go to YouTube and you think you're fucking oh. getting, uh, you know? Maybe I might even think it's like a, from a live concert DVD, but then it turns into the fucking some assholes fucking recording. It's cocktease. Then you're watching so, it sideways, uh, and then you're hearing the fucking guy singing fucking. Take me to the river instead of the fucking band. <laughs> You're take me to the river. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about you and your dumb cell phone. I was there, man. You were there, but you weren't there, dude. That's the fucking thing about it. You were fucking staring into a phone. And your video is so bad, you really don't have any concrete evidence that you were there. 
You can blurrily make it out that it was Lady Gaga. Blurringly? That not a word? It might be a new one. Um, Swiss Miss wants to come in now, but I told her I'd wait till our grand jury is over. And a lot of people were uh, fucking writing to me that it was some kind of an April Fool's joke about the Bowie tour. Bullshit. We know we know it ended up not being true. Earl had his inside sources. Earl, is that who it was? Yeah, he uh, confirmed that fuck stick. What? <laughs> he f- he's a fuck stick. He's a stick to fucks. No. Subway says they are going to be the restaurant chain that brings the avocado into the mainstream. Now, I I thought the avocado was already out there. We've had guacamole forever. Isn't avocado mainstream? Um, maybe they meant just for own sandwiches. Because I remember the first time I ever had an avocado on a fucking turkey club. I felt like my whole life had changed that second out in California. And I'm telling you right now, their avocados are so much better than what we get on the East Coast. I'm sure the Subway avocado is going to be just horrendous. No, it's going to fucking taste like the wrapper. <laughs> so I don't even know what the point is of them trying to bring in new fucking ingredients. Whatever. Do whatever you want, Subway. No, fuck you. Don't take in fucking avocado. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- to me. you shan't be seeing my business. So Burger King is also joining them as well as McDonald's uh, in their new look of we are just going to be the place to hang. Uh, remodeling it to look more like... So these restaurant chains have joined together? It's they're all doing the same idea. Uh, we're going to remodel, get rid of the ball pit. Burger King is getting rid of the king, finally. No. From their commercials, their ghastly-looking mascot. And they're going to... Everyone wants that Starbucks look. Yeah, because Starbucks is doing so good now. Yeah, I wouldn't want people fucking just hanging out there with a cup of co- one cup of coffee for six hours. Fuck I would if I if I owned a Starbucks, I'd be chucking people out by the second. Hell yeah, I have a bouncer and shit. Get the fuck out! No, you can't sit here and write a book. Fuck your thesis. If the if the Burger King downstairs remodels uh, to get people to hang out, they're really gonna have to take down the sign that says twenty minute uh, period to eat your food and then leave. Downstairs where? Uh, underneath the building in Eggs. Rockefeller Center. Eggs, did you get food today? Yeah, I got food today. And with the avocado being the new fruit, I think it's pomegranate right now. Is the new fruit? Is the in fruit. If we were looking at I didn't at know it, an avocado was a fruit. Yeah, I thought it was a vegetable. I think it's a fruit. I don't know what it is. I never even once th- thought of it in my life. And stop saying pomegranate. It's a fucking Chinese apple. We've had this fucking discussion so many times on this fucking show. The palms are changing to Chinese apple It's a fucking juice. Chinese apple. Well, the Chinese apple and the, uh, the acai berry are the big ones right now. So I don't know what Subway thinks they're going to do. An avocado is a tree fruit. Never knew that. 
Uh, you know, I mean, once we start to think about it, I don't know what else it could be but fruit. But um, I guess it isn't a fruit stand. It just doesn't fucking seem sweet enough to be fruity. No. Don't have no fruit taste in that motherfucker. I'll tell you this, though. Fez brought up the fucking main thing. I, I fucking guacamole, if it's made correctly, is the shit. It's pretty good. Like, um, I don't know if I've ever had really good stuff. You haven't had it really good. Well, Chipotle has some decent guacamole. I have it every so often. You're on a health food kick. I guess so, yeah. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a a standalone fruit. Um, the voice uh, is going to get the uh, spot after uh, the Super Bowl. That's, of course, if we have a Super Bowl this coming season. So the Super Bowl on NBC... And the voice gets the spot after that. And um, so it's uh, already we're going to, before this season of The Voice is over, uh, planning the next season, run it into the ground as soon as NBC has a hit. So we'll be getting two seasons in one year's time. Why do these things make you angry? Because I mean, really, what do you give a shit about? Because they did it with Millionaire, ABC did it, where they just ran Regis off the air from just pounding it night after night after night, and then going into Celebrity Millionaire. So it just, it always just drives me nuts that they're ruining something that they consider good. And... Do you consider it good? No, I don't like it at all, and now it's going to be on after the Super Bowl. But don't you think even in the terms of Millionaire, there was always so many that you could have watched? So you're like, okay, I get it. Enough millionaire. Yeah, I, I well, I guess so. Um. Oh no. Should I call? Uh, no, don't call. I'm calling here if you need me to. You wouldn't call at your building. This is a work situation, though. Uh, Kim, Kim Kardashian is, um, no, uh, she is going to change her name after she gets married to Carp, 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 Kardashian, I would call myself. That would be better than what her married name is going to be. I would actually, she should change her name to, seriously, you got to stare at my ass no matter where I go? Yes. So she's gonna go. Remember when she was in here that day that we kept going like this? What time's Kim Kardashian's ass getting here? Yeah, we opened up all the fucking blinds. I know we were so excited. So it should be uh, Kim Humphreys. Uh, t- taking the name of her uh, husband, Chris Humphreys, the NBA star. Now, what should happen is he should take his her name. Chris Kardashian would be the way to go. And Chris Humphrey, uh, Kim uh, Humphreys is just not going to... What if he changed his name to Chris Pomegranate? I think it would be a little bit more exciting. Chris Chinese Apple is the way to go. What if he just makes the announcement that at their uh, wedding they're going to play The Voice? 
and try to burn it out. Much like he did to Regis. They could be at the reception in the in the spinning chairs. Who? Uh, Kim and Chris Humphreys. Mrs. Kim Humphreys. She spent all this time building up the Kardashian name. Now she's throwing it out the window. People drive me nuts. You know, as long as you're alive, Fez, my grandmother will never be dead. I really do feel like I'm visiting grandma today. It's so ornery. What else has got you mad? What is it now? Kim Humphreys is also rumored to be pregnant. <laughs> Heard that one, huh? Let me guess, Fez. The thing that's making you mad right now is when the ice cream man plays that song when he drives around the neighborhood. They're just trying to bother people. Oh, when kids play baseballs and hit balls in your yard. They're mine now. Drives me nuts. I... I, I do love um, Snooky and her new neck brace gimmick. As I don't know what you mean. Snooky was in a car accident uh, while filming the Jersey Shore in Italy. Ran into the back of a police car. So there's been, uh, she got arrested for it. Had her license taken away, her Italian driver's license. And then was seen uh, sporting a, a giant neck brace in some uh, photos out of Italy. So the neck brace, ever since Bobby the Brain Heenan, you really can't take it. It makes you laugh to see someone in a neck brace, whether they're hurt or not. Didn't Bobby end up in a neck brace for real? Oh, yeah, he did have to have surgery on his neck. After wearing the fake one all those years. Not so funny now, is it, Weasel? Not so funny now. Yeah, why Why wasn't he just called the weasel? Why did it end up going to uh, Pauly Shore? <laughs> he must have sat there every fucking day watching MTV going like this. This is bullshit. I was the weasel so many years ago. This kid ripped me off. He kept saying he just didn't, didn't want to hear it. That was his problem. Was telling all the humanoid fans, don't call me weasel. Um, the, sorry, there's, um, saw online a story about more servers, uh, going, <laughs> more, uh, waiters and waitresses, uh, not, um, getting rid of the pad and, uh, uh, pen when they take the, uh, when they take people's orders in restaurants now. Hoping that's going to set them apart for bigger tips. So, <laughs> what's he mean, Hicks? I think it, the story means that waiters and waitresses aren't going to use that to impress people with their memorization skills so they get bigger tips. Is that correct? That is it. I'll give you $5 if you can remember this. I don't care for it myself. <laughs> I want someone to write it down so that I know it's correct. Back in my day. Even then, it's iffy. 
But what if they don't fuck it up? Will you then tip them more? No, I'm just going to think show off. They would get the normal tip from me. He th- Instead of 18%, he thinks it's 18 cents. And he still figures that out on a tip calculator. According to Flickr, uh, the Apple Store on Fifth Avenue is now the most photographed landmark in New York City. Beating out uh, Times Square, Statue of Liberty, uh, anything else. Columbus Circle was in the top five. Um, I think it's it's it doesn't matter because they're all commercialized anyway. If you're taking a photo of Columbus Circle, you're taking a picture of the Time Warner building. Now it's just a picture of businesses that are the top landmarks. There ought to be a Best Buy sign uh, that the Statue of Liberty's holding. No, well said, Thess. Thank God somebody has stood up and said it. It's been a long time coming. That was all I had. With Colin? <laughs> what are you doing? Should I call in here? Should I drop the one? Call it in, Fez? No. What are you going to do? Uh, Alright, call 911 on me then. <laughs> call 911. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble here, but I will. <laughs> I know you will. You should. Just say that he fucking told you to call 911. I'll deny it when they get here. Well, there's a new thing, Fizz, you taped. So you don't want us to call? Um, I would rather not leave in an ambulance. Are you rubbing your leg? Yeah, just nerves. We all have nerves in our legs. Except for that lady I helped today. Poor thing. Poor old jellyfish. Um. When we take a break here, and uh, Mikey Boy is going to be in in just uh, a little bit. It is the Ron and Fez show. Now, this is taped because I'm at jury duty. Uh, I noticed Rob Cross uh, stopped by. What did Rob have to say? It's nothing. He just literally stopped in to say, hey, what's up, guys? Let's see what we're doing. You well, seem surprised we're cutting stuff every day. What would you rather us do? Take off a month? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, we will uh, break here. When we get back, let's find out how the interns did. Uh, pulling it all together. Intern time. To find out who's the new number one intern. Right back after Jump Run a Fest. show on one of the weekdays I can't even tell because this is kind of 
uh, pre-taped, or as Mikey Boy just said to me, it's like constant audible. It's like the world was in audible. Uh, Mikey, nice to see you here today. Great to be here. I missed the long hair. I think I think the long hair and the beard was a better I give up on life <laughs> thing that I love when you get into that. Yeah, I missed it a little bit myself. What happened? Grow back out. Uh, I just had a couple things I needed to be a little more professional for a bit, so maybe you can't cry. fucking act like a Russian poet and just right, wander yeah. around the streets. <laughs> yeah, with a bottle of vodka in your hand. Yeah, yeah. challenge people to chess games. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, Mikey boy, and there's the only other person who I think has a better knowledge of history of the Ron Fez show is the Hubble Telescope. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, it's all about you. Your all-time favorite intern, who was it? Oh, you know, there's Bits. People love Bits, and he did, and he never even made it to Sirius, right? No. And uh, he was twitchy and didn't really do a great job, I think, as an actual intern. No, <laughs> he didn't. He was a really odd guy. He's great. Well, he was a person who would embrace, you know, when you have a nervous person, right? The great thing about Bits is that he would outwardly express it. When you're nervous and you and you keep it inside, no one knows when you're talking. When you express what you're feeling, then you're Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. And that was the beauty of the Bits. Well, there's some new interns that we have now. One of them uh, is from your former site, right. ronfez.net, and his name is Spanky Spanks. Spanky Frank. Spanky Frank. Spanky Spanks. <laughs> Do you remember what kind of poster he was? Um, yeah, yeah. It's a decent well, poster. There was some talk about do we want him here because he's a boarder. Oh. And it's been a long, it's been, I guess, a year since we liked anyone who's been on a message board, right? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I want to go back for you. Two years ago? Uh-huh. Fez uh, had a, uh, a fight with your board, and you even said at the end of it, I'm done with this fucking board. Yes. Fuck away. them. If they don't like Fez, fuck them. Uh, and since then, it's almost like a separate thing. I don't even know if it still exists. It's a lot smaller now. Um, John's kind of the one who's semi-running, and he's kind of put it on the back burner, and so it's not a lot of activity anymore. Time to kill it? Oh, maybe. It's up to John. I, I talked to him about it. He's... He's, he's keeping it keeping it going for now, but I don't. He doesn't give a fuck either way, right? Yeah, he's not interested in it. I don't think either. Uh, Spank, do you still go there? Or you hit him too. Very rarely I go there. I mean, once actually, I'll, I'll say this: once Mikey left, a lot of the other people left, and it kind of got a little bit boring to go on. To right, but in the, but in the same time, they're the ones who pushed Mikey out by bothering him constantly, and then they act like it blows when he leaves. Come on. And I always said all that time. I go, the day Mikey stops having anything to do with that board, the day we do. And I fucking kept by that. Done. Now I wish years ago I would have got behind Mafia Life Chris <laughs> and his board, which I think it was called uh, Mafia Life. The, the, the fun just starts. Uh, he's coming in soon uh, because he's kicked off his other board officially now. The go to hell and rot in hell and go back to hell board. And that's all over the news. Do, do you want to go there, Spank? Uh, I don't know. I kind of, kind of sick and tired of the whole like negative stuff for the fighting. Although it does make for interesting reading. You need a Twitter opinion. account. That's I actually have one. I have one. So you could have been on two or two friends. All right. Now th this is a comedy piece. This is the three interns, and actually we've only got two names: uh, Pips 
Named after Pips and she said they. <laughs> Spanky, who named himself. And any reason for that name? When I was younger, I looked like Spanky from The Little Rascals. And you don't now? <laughs> Come on. You could fucking seriously be hanging out with Porky. Uh, and then you don't have a nickname. I'm the intern with no name. As you said. If I would call you anything, it would be Jonas Boy. Because he, <laughs> he does have that kind one. of a Jonas <laughs> look about him. Yeah. He plays an instrument. What instrument? Did you bring it in with you today? No. I don't. I want you to bring a harpsichord in tomorrow and just fucking <laughs> I'll just bring my harp. Yeah. Um, all right, so explain to us what... I'm going to have Pips do this now. Pips, what is the bit that you guys worked on? All right, so we had a little bit of time to put something together, and uh-huh. we wanted to do basically what we did yesterday, kind of like we, our first day, uh-huh. walk in the streets, three different lives, but our characters are just over the top. All right, now, how long is this bit? It's three minutes. That already seems long. Yeah. Three minutes. Now, Jonah's brother, you're not fucking... You're already cringing by this. No, I'm just trying to see everybody's reaction. Well, you told me when I saw you, you don't feel so good about it. You said you felt all right about it yesterday, <laughs> but today you hate it. Well, we had like we had some audio issues, uh-huh. but that was it. But the, the personalities are funny. They're great. The personalities are funny and great. Intern with no name uh, voiced a concern to me saying he felt the other two interns pushed him out of the creative process. That's something I heard. All right, that's one of the things you have to watch because you have to outsmart and outplay and and outwit and out everything else. We were debating on a a scene, and I guess we all just kind of pulled in together on this one that we actually did. But here's the thing. I want these two other guys. This is your class. I want them to be your best friends, but I want you to hate them. At the same time, all right? I want you to depend upon them, but in the same time, how do I cut their throats? So it's like going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's going to work except for with a lot less money. All right, so so this is them themselves. Mikey, I've even lost you when you're sitting in here. I see you like... What's on TV? Screens are a little distracting. There's so many of them. It, it is a problem here, and that's why we started the thing of turning off the screens when we have an interview. And I consider Mikey Boy an interview. All right, screens off. The uh, I'm only kidding. Leave the screens up. So no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I could care. Mikey could wander away and fucking. I wouldn't care. And Spanky. Backed you up 100%. I was glad to see. Because I was wondering if there was going to be like a problem. Because I met him at the Rogue Party. Oh, yeah. And that was a very anti-Mikey Boy fucking party. Oh, I think yeah. it was more anti-John. Than well, whatever. Yeah, I don't so. know. I I stayed there two minutes. I know John's party cost too much money or whatever. And the Rogue Party was like right next to my house. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go back to listen to this. It's three new interns. Getting things together their first day. Let's take a let's take a listen. Three engines embarking on a mission for glory, fame, and credits. It brings them to the middle of New York City. Into the Ron and Fed show. Pips from Brooklyn, New York. Yo, Pips from Brooklyn, New York, she said bae. Know what Pips stands for? Penis in power, sucker. The intern, no name, from Miami. Hey guys, intern with no name here, Miami represent. Let me give a shout out to my homeboys, Renee and Chico. And the mysterious spanky from Parts Unknown. 
way too much PCP last night. All new to the city, they're each walking their own way to get to SiriusXM Studios. Yo, hoes, bitches, come here. Daddy needs some money. Come on. Excuse me, you fine young gentleman. Do you know where I can find 1221 Avenue of the America? Yo, fool, who the fuck you think you are coming out here hauling, coming talking to me? I'm gonna stick a dick in your ass. Mm-mm. Excuse me, officer. Can you show me to the nearest crack? I mean, subway station. As they finally arrive, they meet each other for the first time. And you guys need pussy? If by pussy you mean 13-inch Latino meat, I say yes. Yeah, man, I love eating pussy. It goes so well with dogs. And they purr when you eat them. Mm. As they enter the studio, each is enamored by the beautiful Brazilian Julia. Damn, you got childbearing hips. I'm gonna get you pregnant. I love your legs, and I love those shoes. Those are some cute shoes. Mm. I'd let you do a line off my dick anytime. I'll do a whole line of dicks. As each one is struck by Brazilian Julia's amazing good looks, they each begin to fight over her. Motherfucker, she's mine. I seen her first. I will rip the skin off your body and sew it together, you son of a bitch. I'm so hot and bothered by these two men fighting. Mmm, 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 take it off. I haven't seen this much male-on-male -male contact since I was at the Swedish bathhouse. Julie becomes horrified and begins to leave the studio. Fuck this shit. You got Liberace jerking off in the corner, got me find Hannibal Lecter over here, and this bitch not paying any respect. Fuck, I'm out. Anyone got a tissue? Mm. Another group of interns. Longest three minutes in the history of radio. Uh, Mikey boy, if you had to pick right now. All right, if we were doing the judging like this was a reality show, who you got? Because I'll tell you, it's not even close for me. I'm going to go with Pip. Pip, Hicks, who do you got? Intern with no name. Intern with no name. Why, why him? I liked his char gay character. I don't know why he chose to be gay, but I liked the gay character. Because gays are stupid and they constantly think about blowing people yeah. and nothing else. Um, uh, Fezzi, who did you pick? I'm going also with Pips. Uh, nobody's picking Spanky, who, let's face it, had trouble there. There was no fucking doubt. I really dropped the ball on that one. I, yeah. I apologize. Well, you were so... Why was your character the guy that was on dope and maybe eating fucking I animals? I tried to set myself up as sort of like a creep kind yeah. of thing. I tried to run with that, but I guess it really... Clearly not defined. Uh, but it looks like Pips pulled it off. But I will say this. To come in here and do an anti-gay character right off the bat, uh, I'm going to give you extra fucking points for that. No name. Thank you. I think that's fucking hysterical. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to go back and play the over-the-top gay character. And it's going to be me. All right, good. Somebody, yeah. I don't care who, as long as it gets done. All right, first day through. Spanks, you're very lucky. We're not going to have a vote off today. But uh, you would have been vo voted off. Yeah, understandably so. That was that was pretty bad. Yeah, you were just lost. Now, who whose idea was the sketch? 
basically what happened was we were just staring at the screen and mm -hmm. we weren't having any good ideas so I just took over and said screw it you know I want to get this done so Spanky came off the characters he said okay Pips will be like the cool whatever guy I'll be the creepy guy you know and the no name intern would be like the gay guy <laughs> Way to give away the good characters, Spike. <laughs> Why would you have assign somebody else to be the cool guy? Well, because they adapted to their own personas that they were sort of like on the show, you yeah. know, because I noticed that Pips was sort of like, you know, the guy who was well-liked, you know, his first time on. I kind of felt that... Uh, in turn with no name, he kind of was like the pretty guy, and I, I think I just Same. sort of like <laughs> unloved their child. Wow. What? What's the complex, Spanky? Come yeah, on. I don't Why understand. You on so you <laughs> you like came in with the cool name. You had the best name. Yeah. All right. So there it is. All right. Good job, boys. Pips already. I mean, he might be fucking lapping the other ones. No name. You got a shot here. I still think you should go with Jonas Brothers' name, though. <laughs> and Spanky, I think you got to redo the whole thing. I'd shave the beard. I'd come in here. I'd maybe even shave the eyebrows. Just come up. I'm, I'm going to do something totally nutty. It's worth a shot. Yeah. All right. Thanks, boys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so um, much. I, I think they're a good class, though. I really do. I got good feelings about them. Oh, I know what I'm going to sign you guys now. And I, I've, I've been telling my producers this for a while. Go back over the RBIs and some of the unmasked and find quotes that we could use as a push-off to start conversations on the show. Quotes that are either, hey, this is interesting, We could let's test to see whether it's right, or they're controversial points, but something that you think would be a kind of a conversation starter. All right, away you go, boys. Off you go. Right. Your next bit is to see what kind of ear you have. Get out! What kind of ear? Beat it! I don't know why I can't get my producers on that. I bring it up on a daily basis, and actually even the last time, I CC'd Rob Cross, and they did it once, and it worked great. And then the thing is, if I don't say it every day to him, Mikey, it's, it's dead to him. It's almost like you have to, they see themselves now as waiters rather than producers. And you're going, well, what about a, like a Billy Staples who was always out in front of the show and like coming in and demanding like, no, you got to go in this direction. No, that's gone. We pull drops. I this paper should have been in front of you yesterday. I don't know what happened. I'm in I'll these meetings. I never hear about it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. It gets brought up during meetings. No, it wasn't brought up yesterday. I no, thought it I, had I had the papers in front. of I got papers in front of me today. Is it in front of me? No, it's not. Fez just told me he was out of stuff. Fucking fourteen minutes ago. But he did. The, I'm out. I got nothing. Why wouldn't some of the drops come in, Hicks? That's on me. Nothing's on you. Uh, it's on me. Dude, you saved a woman's fucking life today. I know, but that doesn't that doesn't mean I don't I slack off at work. That's in my personal life I'm saving women's lives. You need to save a woman's life here. <laughs> and that woman is yourself. <laughs> I'm confused now. 
Mikey boy, what has been going on with you? Everything seems like it's fucking topsy-turvy. You said you're tired of being a father. You're tired of being a husband. You want to get out of this situation. <laughs> I need to break sometimes. Do you ever really think of it like, I wish I was someone else? I wish I could get out. No, no, but um, I, my, my wife is taking the kids to uh, Maryland for camp. That's where, grandpa- where the grandparents are for mm. a few weeks this summer. And did the last couple of summers. It was great just to get a break, do my own thing. What are you going to do? <clears throat> Shoot dope? Just fucking hang out? I don't know. It's just... Uh, what do you do? You walk around the apartment in your own underwear? Maybe, sometimes, yeah. Whatever. Why don't we do a thing where you throw a party at your place and we just fuck that place up once and for all? <laughs> oh, please. We animal house this shit. <laughs> please. I can get a hold of fucking Davey Mack. You want him to spend a couple days with you? <laughs> Would that be the fun thing? You want that. And we'll record the whole thing for Eastside Dave Country live? <laughs> all right, it's a thought. Hex, are you still... Like his go-to guy on the sports show? Yes, uh, it's David Mack and myself, yeah. Now, I want you to tell me the truth. And don't be like, oh, I'm nothing, I'm not shit. What is better right now? The Eastside Dave sports show or Sam and Dave? I'm going to say the Eastside Dave sports show is what I'm loving a little bit more right now. Now, why is that? Less Sam? I'm much more involved in the David Mack sports program. I put my, you try to put my fingerprint on that. I'm not, you know, no longer part of the Sam and Dave since I don't want to come in Saturdays. What happened there? You start to hate Sam after a while, right? <laughs> Sam and I might have, you know, butt heads maybe. But you know, it seems like, like Sam is real. His real future seems to be with that crossover show. Oh, that's Ron what everybody's Sam talking about. Yeah, they fucking love it and they miss it, Ron. They miss it. Does he bring time. me up on a daily basis? He brings it up that, yeah, he's, that he's sad about your jury duty and that, you know, he wants it back, especially his parents. Did you think that I had jewelry du- duty? Is that where you think I am every day? Jewelry duty, right? <laughs> I slur. Um, I don't know if that's a speech impediment or just self-inflicted harm. I, Mafia Life Chris is says he's now starting yet a new... Mafia game? Oh my god. Available to more people? Is it like a Russian mobster game? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it really does seem like the uh, the fucking Russians are the new way to go, and you you got to stop worrying about Italians. I know Burnham Rotten Hell officially opened yesterday. Uh, so I think. When's Chris coming in? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Friday. Yeah, he'll be on. He'll be <laughs> See on. See how we live in a crazy fucking world. Tomorrow, in our time. Yeah, he'll be on Friday. The Chris will be out tomorrow. Uh, we are going to. By the way, would you really say that if you had to pick right now, Pips would be your guy? I don't know him that well. I, I actually didn't. I missed it for being on the show today. That was yesterday. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, today I, that is yesterday. You I see how you confuse people? Yeah, I know. Uh, so you would. Pick Spanky, even well, though he had a disastrous first fucking well, I, I would just say I know him a little bit outside of this thing. Yeah. And then, uh, but I just don't know this guy's well enough to really make that kind of assessment. If if we were actually, like, could you vouch for fucking Spanky, like, if we were fucking drug dealers? We'll say you vouch for this guy? Would you, knowing that you could get fucking capped in the back of the head if he fucks up? <sighs> That's tough. Yeah, I guess I could. Sure. You're good. Wow. That's huge. Hicks, who would you pick right now? I'm going intern with no name. I like the uh, over the top gay guy. Over the top gay guy, and you know he's a musician. 
Well, then tell him that his thing is he's got to be the over-the-top Miami gay guy all the time now. <laughs> that I don't want to get the other guy. I just want over-the-top guy. Sure. And I want his name to be Fez Watley from the past. Your new name's Fez Watley from the past. If he wants to call himself Fez Watley 91, he can. And tell him I want him to do a remake of It Makes You Fez. Okay. But I know I want it to be called It Makes You Fez from the Past. Okay. Fez, if you had to pick one. I would say Pips. You're not going to pick Fez from the Past? No, no. I, I didn't see where his, uh, where he was his bashing homoerotic humor. Homoerotic humor? Yeah. Where I think I think Pips was the ringleader on that one. No name was talking about how he felt he got pushed out of the bed. I think it was Spanky Frank that uh, got pushed out. Mm, Spanky Frank was in the middle. He just didn't have the laughs. He just did not have the laughs. You know, now I, I think I want Pips to be called a black girl from the past. I have him redo the black girl song? Yeah. And Spanky Frank, just to be Spanky Frank from the fucking present. Okay. There's no way he can fucking stretch beyond that. <laughs> Unless he wants to be Gary Spivey from the past. I'm not sure. Uh, we're going to talk some music today with uh, Mikey Boy. Mikey, you were telling me you haven't bought an album since 86. That's not quite true. Oh, it isn't? What, 87? Something like that. What's the last album you actually picked up for yourself? <sighs> what did I buy recently? And where'd you get it? Best Buy? I got it online. The last thing I bought is definitely something I bought online. Just mm. by iTunes. Um, What'd you get? Another Moby? Your 19th Moby album? <laughs> Remixing? Yeah, I don't know if I've downloaded anything along since the Nationals High Violet. That was a while ago, though. I don't remember the last thing I did, the last thing I did after that. Wow, isn't he dropping a hip name, huh? <laughs> you can't get any cooler than Mikey Boy. Hell no. Unless it's the intern with no name or Pips. No, I want to get back into this one, Mikey, but Chris, a lot's been on his mind right now. He told me he'd have the opportunity. What is it, Christopher? Yeah, I, f I saw some really sad, depressing numbers come out about um, divorce. The number three? <laughs> Was that the saddest number? I mean, one. Well, one is the loneliest number, but two can be as sad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one burr. So, go ahead. There was depressing news? Yeah, uh, apparently... The divorce rate has gone up for one reason. One, there was a reason people are getting divorced more for video game addiction. Now, fifteen percent, fifteen percent of fucking divorces are saying are because of video game addiction. You play a video game every night when you get home. I play frequently, not every night. Oh no! Does the chick ever get mad at you? Not too much. I usually wait till she goes to bed and just play then. Oh boy! Why don't you go to bed with your wife, <laughs> boy? Don't choose the joystick over her. <laughs> I demanded that when I'm playing a video game, the entire family stand and cheer. <laughs> I go, let's see if Messi scores. It's only, he's on a fucking breakaway. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. I get bored with any fucking game that isn't a sport. Any game that isn't a sport, I'm like, this is dumb. And I feel like a kid. But if it's a sport, then it's just like watching TV. Oh, it's awesome. I play a bunch of fucking MLB The Show over at Buddy's house. Very nice. The problem with MLB is... I always feel like pitching. I wish I could just fucking bat all the time. <laughs> Throw the heat, Roddy B. Come on. Fucking make these guys. I know, but when assholes. someone fucking rips my tits off and they go fucking yard on me, I'm, I'm mad. I'm seriously fucking mad because there's not a lot I can do about it.
It gets serious. Where if if I fucking strike out, I feel like that can happen. But there's not a lot I'm doing if I'm controlling the fucking pitch and a computer sitting off me. That's fucking getting pricked. You can't trust computers. So number one reason people are getting divorced these days is video games. That's on the ri- highest rise of the reasons of people getting divorced. And what are other reasons? I don't know. Drinking, fucking infidelity. I'm just going to guess. Yeah. I mean, it can't, that can't be good for a marriage. Well, if you're going to be really honest about it, the number one reason for divorce is the woman deciding. Because it's, <laughs> it's very rare for the guy to say, I want a divorce unless another woman is telling him, you got to ask for that fucking divorce or you get no more of this. So the man, it never occurs to a man to A, get married or B, get divorced. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I'm happy as it is. Why? You're miserable? Fuck. But even if you are miserable, let's like you take Mikey, he's miserable. But he's still there's a part of him who thinks, I'll just be miserable no matter where I end up. Why not stay with this miserable? That's what all guys kind of think. That's why they go back to the video game. And, you know, this whole uh, shit of like, all right, we're trying to trial separation. That's her. That's not him. That's why the women get the houses. They're fucking booting the dudes out. That's fucked up. That doesn't seem very fair. Seems kind of one side to me, Ron. But see, the thing is, I'm not one of those people who thinks that divorce is somehow worse than marriage. And I'm trying never to be one of those people who claps if someone says they've been married for 40 years. Because I don't... You made a fucking choice. It's like someone saying, um, I never eat beets. And then the rest of us are supposed to clap. I don't give Woo, a fuck. Stuck it out. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck. You made a personal choice. There's no reason for me to applaud for you. But at the same time, I think that a man just thinks to himself, oh, this is what's going on right now. I'm not even sure if any fucking man has ever asked for a divorce in history unless his girlfriend kept bitching at him. For the love of God, I can't take this anymore. And then you fucking have to go in there and go like this. I don't know. She wants me to divorce you. Yes, anytime a man asks for a divorce, he's already dating someone else. Wake up to it, ladies. For once in your life, wake up. And get your fucking head out of your asses. For the love of God, open your fucking eyes. Thank you, Hicks. All that information coming to your brain. Finally, you're getting the fucking truth from men. That if you stayed quiet, you could stay married forever. But, doesn't mean that your marriage is going to be any better. Uh Uh-uh. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I'll ask all you fellas this. Have you ever even seen a guy that you thought did marriage well? Like, was, like, a good husband? I've never heard of one. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but it's like Bigfoot. It's like spotting Bigfoot. Now, I know there's a lot of pansiers who are like, oh, I'll help you fucking do the dishes and all that kind of shit. But they're not good. They're fucking hiding. Just doing what you are told all the time is not being a fucking partner. Fuck no. If anything... He's just like, 
he's surrendered himself over to the person who he thinks is running the joint. The only guys I know that well, my friends who got married are already divorced. It's like fucking two years in or some shit. It's really ridiculous. A man never even thinks to himself, hey, I've come up with a great idea. I want to get married. They will never think to themselves, I want a divorce. And a man will never think to himself, I think it's time we had kids. <laughs> this would be a good idea. <laughs> no, he just doesn't. Now, it doesn't mean that he won't like the kids. Kids are a lot of fun until they hit a certain age. But it wouldn't dawn on a guy. If it was up to men when you had kids, if it could be done as a decision, the fucking planet would have burned out of fucking people a long, long time ago. And when you do have kids, unless someone says, I want you to change that kid's diaper, they would die in shit. They would actually die in a pile of shit before a man would think to himself, I could check. We'll fucking build a bridge before we'll wipe a kid's ass down. I saw a guy with his kid on the fucking train and it was like visible through the kid's pants. He shit the kid's shit his pants. <laughs> and the kid was just losing his shit. The guy just fucking had a thousand yard stare. Of course. <laughs> act, like you, act like it just happened when you see the wife. You're like, what? When she's like, oh, God, he's covering like shit. Then you're like, huh? Did he just do that? <laughs> No, it's hardened shit, you fucking... There is fucking baked shit. This kid, it's like he's standing in a pile of adobe bricks because you... You fucking faked that you didn't see him shit. You can't fucking help it if you're a man. Yeah, I've had times when my wife has come home and said, oh, what'd you, what did you feed the kids? I'm like, oh. Just, don't, don't <laughs> that you is smell the fucking. That? What's that? <laughs> don't you smell that? No, he meant he <laughs> forgot to feed the kids. It's like food. lunch and stuff. Oh, <laughs> there are times, yeah. We and like if you chick one away for a couple of days, you'll forget that they even go to school. <laughs> Here's my favorite thing, and you can see this <clears throat> on the weekends. You will see weekend dad. And his daughter with shitty fucking hair. It always cracks me up. That little girl's head will be stalky. And then, like there's a couple of fake fucking pigtails. Because a fucking little girl's fucking hair to a man is a mystery. I, I had to take my daughter to a ballet class. And they have to have their hair in that bun. Right. Which I have no idea how to do. And my wife explained it to me, and I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. It can't so, be done. <laughs> what you're telling me you do can't be done. So, yeah, and so you have to wear this bun for the ballet class. And, and so I'm on the subway trying to do this, and it's just going off all in different directions. <laughs> and my daughter's crying. She's got tears going down her face. <laughs> I know. Because I, for some reason, when your hair is touched when you're a kid, it fucking hurts so bad. My mom would act like she was going to help me fucking comb my hair when I was a little kid, and I'd just start swinging on her. Because it would just... Just the way she would rip through my head would hurt. I gotta fucking just take a second and laugh of Fez thinking that a woman would think, what did you feed the kids? Their shit smells so bad. That doesn't happen? <laughs> You're so fucking lost, dude. In everything. You're so fucking lost. That was so fucking funny that we just looked over and had to say, no, the joke is... Mikey's saying he forgot the children eat food. Because you have to be told as a man. Because you would say, if there was no woman in your life, pizza? You want to do pizza? 
Hex, how often do you eat pizza? About three nights a week. <laughs> Maybe four. There's a dollar there's a dollar pizza spot across the street from my house. You can look out your window and see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. <laughs> it's terrible, terrible pizza, but whatever. But you think in the back of their mind the guy's thinking, Well, I'm worried about him. He's over here again eating more pizza. Oh, he's loving it. <laughs> it's like being a crack dealer. I don't know. He's back over here again. He's eating a lot of pizza lately. Uh, we're going to get back. We're going to play the five. Your favorite fucking game. Top five. And we're going to do this off the top of our head. All right. And I'm going to let you pick the band. First band that we do. Top five. Top five. What's it going to be? Um, who the replacement star there? All right. <laughs> you don't go deep? No, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna stay very fucking high. I'm gonna stay very high with the replacements. Um, I'll do a lot of radio play, whatever little radio play the replacements had. Uh, coming back, we're playing the five. Hicks, are you familiar with the replacements at all? No, not really. I never listened to a lot of the replacements. They are the, and I, I think I talked about them not too long ago. This was the great popular band that never was popular. Yeah, yeah. They were it, just kind of a few years ahead of everything that kind of. Broke the way it was. I don't. I, but they were also self fucking destructive. Oh, absolutely. I remember one time. I think they opened for Tom Petty, and I was saying to all my friends, "Hey, we're going early. I want you to see the fucking replacements. You're going to fucking love these guys. They're so fucking good. I'm like, they're like a rock band, but it's still like pop music. It's really fucking. And I showed up there, and they just fucking fell all over the stage and were <laughs> fucking puking in their own fucking instruments and yelling at you people blow, and then they left. And it was like, well, thanks for getting us here early. And I go, no, fuck you, because you're getting your own self home. I want nothing to do with any of you people. You fucking ditched them? Damn. Yeah, I can't live with the the fucking the shame now that I, I had everybody come in. So this is really going to just be yours, and I'm going to give out the popular songs. All right. And by popular, <clears throat> we're not even talking that fucking popular. Right. I don't know if they got any real fucking radio. Yeah, they only got a couple of sort of modern rock songs in the early 90s, I say. But good. Yeah. I'll, I'll be you. I fucking love that song. I know you it's already. You're so fucking deep. You're like, yeah, you still listen to that shit? <laughs> yeah, I am, Mikey. But at least they feed my children. Not like you. <laughs> you're fucking stalking their hair up and not giving them anything. Do you mean by the way their shit smells? <laughs> no, we don't, Fez. I figured he was giving them tacos or something. Do you ever see, like, when grown men riff and you start to riff? Yeah, that's why I shouldn't try it. No, you can, but you gotta listen. Why shouldn't you try it? He's just trying to guess the right answer now. Are you guessing or do you mean it, Fez? Or are you guessing that you mean it? I guess I gu I'm guessing that I mean it. Are you sure? You know, you're just guessing what I want you to guess. No, I thought I heard it correctly. So, so that went back in the other uh, direction. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll come back with Albio, and then we're going to do the five and the replacements. Run fast show.
Mikey Boy wants to come up with the top five uh, replacement songs of all time. This wouldn't even make your uh, your list, Mikey Boy. It's it, too commercial. It's no, not it's not that it's too commercial. I just don't think it's one of their best songs. Then why did they play it on the radio? <laughs> why did they play it on the radio, Mikey? <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's hear one of yours. Uh, how about uh, number five, uh, Alex Chilton? Alex Chilton is one of the radio hits. It, technically, yeah. That's and a good you were going to save me the radio hits. Oh, all right. So sorry. the replacements. Uh, here's his number five, uh, Alex Chilton. Place was part of the five. You don't even know who Alex Shelton is, uh, Picks? No. Fezzy? I have no idea. I know you're gonna know, right? Yeah. 
Stubbs, big Stubbs. star. Yeah. And Box Stubbs, a big star. Box Stubbs, a big star. All right, what's your number four? Um, Bastards of Young. Now, this is the radio hits. You just did two radio uh, hits back to back. Would you uh, call. Well, they didn't have really hits. I'm, okay. Well, it got okay. radio play. Yeah. yeah. This is a great song. And that the MTV video, do you remember that? I don't even remember that, no. They were forced to do a video uh, for, for the record company. And so basically the whole video is a black and white shot of a speaker. And a guy walking back and forth at the end, he just kicks the shit out of the speaker. And that's the whole video. Oh, yeah, but that's <laughs> also the way that you never get played. You know what I mean? Like, that whole thing of, oh, they're really sticking it to the man. Now they're like, I wish I had some money. <laughs> Listen to this song, though. Bastards, yeah, it's a great song. Five. Mikey Boy is laying down his five. And yes, quite frankly, this should have been one of the biggest bands of the 80s. Yeah. I mean, that really is radio-friendly stuff. When you're acting like, well, it's not... No, that's, that stuff should have been on the radio. Yeah, I agree. You want my uh, number three? Not now. I'm a little too sad. Okay. By the way, I just got very nervous <laughs> because I looked over on Twitter and Leonard Cohen is trending. And I'm like, oh God, Leonard yeah, Cohen's dead. <laughs> Leonard Cohen's dead. <laughs> But uh, he's fine. I why, don't know why he's why trending. Why is he trending? No idea. Mm. I know he's... It's up and people are saying, hey, he's trending and he's not dead, so this is good. Hopefully. Um, I guess he won some kind of award in Spain, but he's actually at the age uh, that you should be getting those lifetime awards. All right, you're number three. As we play the five. Uh, I'm going to go... I don't think this is a radio one. Here comes a regular? No. Okay. You're right. You're right by saying this is uh, not a radio, so... No, you, you're going to have them all for the rest. No. This is all yours, Mikey.
doing, Mikey Boys, uh, five for the replacements, his all-time five replacement songs. And I noticed I looked over and you're just sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> this reminds you of some girl down in Maryland at some, some point? No. Some girl no. that broke your heart? It's more of a, actually, it's more of a, just people who hang out in bars and drink. And it's kind yeah, of a but, sad kind of. But that whole thing is, you know, it always reminds you of a period of your life. Some doesn't even have to have to do with that girl. It's just like that's what you used to listen to when you know her. I can, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. Hicks, what uh, song uh, reminds you of your chick? Is it still Iron Man? Black Sabbath? <laughs> all these Rocking hard. Do you have a song reminds you of your chick? Probably whenever the Pixies come on, I'll remind me of her because she put me onto them. Oh, is that why you like the Pixies so much? She has much better taste than me. I was going to say something, but I was coming across crude. Okay. Can I just say it now without you taking it per personal? I guess. All right, so you do your... She has much better taste than me. She has much better taste than me. Then why would you, she suck your dick? And see, that, that would be great. it. But now that I've already said, hey, this is about a joke. It's not about the real situation. Oh. Right, this is my way of a pre-fucking apology. And not, I'm not just apologizing to you, but to Mikey, Fez, and the listening audience. And believe me when I tell you, not one of you have ever fucking done shit for me. And I'm talking to Mikey, Fez, and the listening audience. Fez, by the way, have you ever heard of any of these songs before? Not one of them. Don't like music, huh? No, I just... Uh, it's nothing that I feel drawn to where it's like, oh, I feel like I need to put a song on right now. Such a great idea that you got into radio. Makes perfect sense. It's almost like a blind person deciding to paint. Um, we're going through the five right now. Uh, replacements. The one-time favorite band of yours at one point would you have said, this is my fucking band? Absolutely. What made you turn on them? I don't think the I 90s? turned on them. No, no. 90s, they broke up, so they fucking... didn't listen. I mean, I still did you off, love them. Did you go off solo with Paul? To a certain degree, but... Uh, not as much, though. Not as much, yeah. What about when the other guys start joining up with Guns N' Roses, the fucking guitar player? Bassist, yeah. Uh, it was, it was yeah, Tommy Stinson, yeah. The, I can never <clears> remember <throat> which one joined. Yeah. I yeah. just remember thinking, that's a strange fucking move. Yeah, and he's, he was like the guy who was you know wearing like the plaid suits and stuff, and he's in Guns N' Roses. Very the, weird, the right? Head, yeah. Very strange look. All right, uh, here comes the two. Okay, number two, Unsatisfied. So we'd be ready with that at all times.
This is uh, the five. Mikey Boy is uh, getting into the replacements. This was the stuff that Mikey Boy was listening to in high school when so many of the other kids were listening to Striper and calling him names. He didn't care. He was, You were almost like one of those Columbine kids where you were into your own fucking scene with your trench coat. And Fez, what were you listening to in the 80s? Just books on tape? Yeah, if if even that, just nothing, just silence. Um, one more. Okay, one more for you to do. This is your number one. Yeah, and I it, want you to go. You know, really deep. It's not really going that fucking deep. Sad. It's not going that deep. It's yeah. um, it's it's a song that was never a big hit. Although it does show up now and like sometimes in TV shows and movies. It's uh, it's kind of a great song. It's kind of a hit that should have been. It's uh, I will dare. I will dare. Here's Mikey Boy's number one. <laughs> Replacements, five. Top five, the five, uh, Mikey Boy lays out on the replacements. Why don't you take us all the way from five to one again, Mikey Boy? Oh, um, let's see. I think we'd, Alex Chilton was five. Number four was Bastards of Young. Number three was Here Comes a Regular. Number two was Unsatisfied. And number one was I Will Dare. You could basically just uh, grab the best of replacements album. Uh, what was that called? Don't. Don't I know who I think I was? What the something hell? Something like that, yeah. Some yeah. crazy fucking title. Yeah. Look it up for me. Don't, know who, I, don't you know who I think I am or something like that. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. No. Doesn't really matter right now. No. The point is, Mikey Boy doesn't go deep. So, <laughs> uh, But he's got you the, the replacement songs. Now, you knew none of those songs, Hicks? I knew I'll Be You because we played on the show before. That's pretty much it. Bastards of Young, we've played on the fucking show before. And Alex Chilton, we played on the show before. But all that, you're just shitting in my face as you're just no saying... No shit. No shit in your face. 
Look, if you want to, why don't you just wipe your ass on my forehead and call it a fucking day? Because that's, you know, what do I care already? I'd be uncomfortable for both of us. I don't think I want to do that. Or was Fez already wiping his ass there? Oh, God. The uh, best of was called... That's not what I'm saying. Weren't you already wiping your ass on my face? No, I would never do that. I like you being factual and coming back with the facts, but let's move out in this world. Now, Mikey Boy, I remember one time we were talking about the lonely guy. And you told me that you thought the loneliest of all the lonely guys was Photoshop Mike. And, and I said, yeah, but he's going to find someone you said never. <laughs> Not in a million years. Well, Mikey, now who's getting shit in their face? Here's Photoshop Mike. Uh, Mike, hey, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Really good, actually. How was everything there? What would you like to tell Mikey Boy as well as the rest of the world? First, I'm, I'm really shocked by Mikey Boy saying it about me. That's, That's Mikey, you know. He's <laughs> rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just got engaged. I'm getting married. Yet. He's engaged, getting married. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Now, have you found the perfect girl? I think, yes, I would say totally. I mean, she does so many great things, and, and she puts up with my stuff, and she's she's smart. She cooks great. She's beautiful. She's, she's everything to me. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Now, how long have you known her? She, uh, only about five months. So in that five months, that's all it took. It took five. And when did you start thinking she's the one? How quick? How early on? She. I mean, it, it, it's not corny. I mean, when I first met her, I was like, "Wow, she's very." Because we we spoke before we even met, and it was one of those things where we kind of connected before I even really saw her in person. And when I did see her in person, I mean, it, to me, it just clicked. And how, how did you speak? Uh, I mean, five months. I mean, I've, I've been looking for the right one for for you know my life, your whole life. You, yeah. and, and and in your heart, you were always a romantic, and yeah. you hated being the lonely guy. Now, uh, yeah. how did you speak before you met? She had fallen down a well, and you were just like <laughs> shouting back and forth to her. What hey, happened? Jessica. How did that work out? It's really funny. A friend of mine, Mark, he kept on pushing me and pushing me to to you know to go out this and that and. And he finally started pushing me to do these, like, like eHarmony, these website kind of things. And I was like, I, I really don't want to do that. And, right. Oh, you know, what have you got to lose and so forth and so on. And I, I was very honest about everything. So I went ahead and put one together. And, um, you know, I, I spoke to a couple different people, you know, a couple different girls here and there. But uh, I found that with her, before I even looked at a photograph, I read what, what she was about, her description, likes and dislikes. Then when that was, that was all set... I looked over the picture and I was I was very surprised and it was it was awesome. Now I mean, here's the thing, and you're not going to believe this, Mike. For yeah. years, I've been begging Fez off air. Uh, I go join one of the because he's always saying he's the lonely guy. I go join one of these dating sites, and you refuse to do it, Fez. I'm afraid I'm going to get murdered. But why would you get murdered there and not in a fucking nightclub or wherever? What is it about a, a, a computer site that will get you murdered? Because I think if I went out and met somebody, then I would at least, you know, it would... But you're not doing that. It's not like, oh, I've got this better way. Now, I saw you smile. Do you not believe a Mikey boy? Do you think that's an excuse or do you think he is afraid of being murdered? Um, I think it's, I, I don't think it's afraid of being murdered. I think it's just afraid of jumping in. He's afraid of doing it at all. Well, did you ever have those fears, I, I, Mike? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I got to tell you, Fez, yeah, I did. I totally did for sure. years. But uh, I'll be honest with you. I mean, putting together the profile takes like an hour. You're answering hundreds, hundreds of questions. It was a lot. Um, and that was an ordeal. And then before you even actually get a chance to meet the person, you email back and forth. Then you exchange telephones. 
And then when you actually do meet that person, you've already you've already met them for like weeks at this like two weeks at this point. So you're not going into it like a blind date. And you meet somewhere like you know in Times Square or something like that for 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 coffee or dinner or something like you know very public. And things go great and wonderful. The fans, you should totally do it. I was totally against it. I really was, but I was just so tired of being the the only one, you know, always being third wheel with my friends and their girlfriends and stuff like that. Well, that I said. Think, what's the worst to lose? What's 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 to lose? And I got so lucky. And I'm so happy with her. I really am. It, it's you got to do a face. Now, the, now, when are you getting married? You set a date yet? No, I mean tentatively, it's you know towards the, towards the middle or or towards the end of uh, uh, 2012. So, you know. That's uh, when I'm the world I've got a thing for you. I'm over at Gay Date right now, Fez. Wait, are you even Jewish? No, I'm not Jewish. I should go over the eHarmony then. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm over here now. I'm going to put down for your likes, mm-hmm. putting in fake buck teeth and acting like, like you're Chinese. I'm going to put that in. That's one of your right. favorite things to do. It's not one of my favorite things. And I'm going to come off I'm gonna put down on or the Jerry dis- Lewis. I'm sorry, what? Sorry. What? I said I was going to come off racist or being Jerry Lewis. All right. For your least favorite things, I'm going to say eating a ladle of shit. I don't know. You don't like that at all. Oh. That's too much shit to eat. And then I'm going to put in parentheses, I'm sure Fez could eat one spoonful of shit, probably, if he had to. <laughs> right, I'm also going to say that you like hanging out with black kids because that's going to make you look a lot cooler. Um, did you lie at all, Mike? No. No, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, you, you kind of put things forward that, that kind of make you seem interesting or, you know, I, in my case, I just well, was just 100% honest because I had to go into this being 100% honest, being 100% honest, expecting someone else to be the same towards me. I wasn't in the mood to play games anymore and it wasn't about smoke and mirrors and, and crap like that, but, you know, like with all the questions you ask, they kind of set you up with people who kind of fit with you. You can't just go through a book and pick out photographs, which is, it's like the best way to do it. Now, Hicks, I know that you're very, it's touch and go right now with your chick. No, no, pretty solid, actually. The opposite of touch and go. Do you think that, let's say, if, God forbid, your chick runs off with three other guys? What? Would you be able to go on one of these dating services? No, I don't think so. I think I could. I think I just try to find people in the room. So you're like Fez. You consider yourself like Fez. Fez wants to meet somebody in a normal way, somewhere in around his kitchen or in his hallway or. Oh, yeah. You really don't go out much. No, no. I, yeah, for for trying to meet someone, I don't do. I don't go anywhere. I'm going to meet anybody. All right. Another one of your activities, Fez. I put down having sex with your penis, just to lie about it a little bit because you don't want anybody to know that you're not really experienced. Right? I think you're building me up too much. I know, but I'm going to put down. Love's I got to live up to this thing when you're penis done. sex. Well, you are you nervous about telling anyone that you haven't had a lot of sex? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should blurt that. If it's like coming to that, mm. if we're getting to that moment, I don't know if that's something well, you blurt out. Let's let's do the play acting thing. Okay. Um. So, what do you think? You think we'll have sex later? Well, I I would like to, but I've never had sex before. All right, freak. I'm gonna leave. All right. See. All right. Uh, put down. Doesn't like blurting. Now, well, you don't want the other person to blurt. Well, uh, 
No, it's, uh, I, I guess I should keep that to myself. But h- how do you act like you know how to do something when you don't know how to do it? It's like step, a- like walking into the cockpit of a plane. Why are you going to bring up cock? It's fucking disgusting. Let's take a look at the head of your dick, Fuzzy. I just want to see something. I'd rather show not it. show it. Let's and see it. Just the head. I don't want to see your whole penis. On. We're not fucking gay here. No. I just want to see the head. And now that you even put that thought in my head, I you don't... probably got wood. I don't think it's available at the, at the moment. Come on, show it. I'm not showing you Let's the head of my hole. penis. You, uh, you want to get out there in the dating world, right? Yes. I want to guess you're going to have to show off the head of your penis. Yeah. I, well, eventually... All right, let me just see the under-fucking carriage of your balls. Just lean your balls back and I'll look up at the undercarriage. Hey, I get on. an idea about come something. On. Harry, come on. You know what might be perfect for you, Spanky Frank? All right, wh- see, here's the thing. I've done Lonely Guy shows with Mike. And now he's off enjoying himself. And you're still here on Lonely Guy Beach. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm uh, the last Lonely Guy, I guess. Most of the people that would be attracted to you, Fez, are already dead. That's the sad thing about it. That's what I can't... I still got to figure out a way to get you to date in a time machine. Now, do you think, Mikey, I want you to tell me the truth. Does Fez want to date? Am I pushing him into something he doesn't want to do? I think he would like to, but he's very scared of it, and it's something it's going to take a big push to get him to do. Do you think that I should push him or just let... You know, because a couple years ago, I said, Hey, all right, I'm glad that you told me this secret. Get out there, have fun. Two and a half years have passed. Two and a half years... I think the hur- no one saw the head of his penis. <laughs> I think the hurdle's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it is. Goes on, so yeah. it's harder. I what- think what I want is like the instant relationship and not the dating. What's the instant relationship? Like I'm already. I want the relationship part. Like I met somebody that I want to be with right. forever and ever. But like I'm scared to go through that process to get to I that felt point. The same way. Yeah, I felt the same exact way. Says. You know, I'm totally. feeling just the opposite. Don't you think, Mikey, now that you can't do it, wouldn't it be fun to go out on some of these dates just to see what they're like, see if you could take somebody and just fucking and see if they wouldn't have a fun time? Sure. I think the real problem is is not treating it lightly, like treating it like it's important. Instead of, I'm going to go out on a wacky date. Yeah. And, and I would even have it in my mind, if this person's a weirdo, I'm going to take them on a weirdo date. If they're fucking cranky, I'm going to take them on a cranky yeah. date. You know, just spend a weird night. Yeah, if you have a weird night, come in. you got a great story for the show. Sure. Yeah, I mean, just don't go into it thinking, hey, this this the one, this guy, this is gonna, or person's going to be their relationship. <laughs> now, do you think that uh, the, the thing is that, person. You, <laughs> that you're just fucking scared, though? Oh, what are you scared of? I think I'm terrified. Yeah. What are, you th- what are you terrified of? Of, like, it being someone that I really like, and then I screw it up. Why are you crying? We're just sitting here having a conversation, Oh, and it turns to tears. But here's the thing that I want you to know. It's not going to be that at first. You even heard from Mike. He had to go through a bunch of these dates. Your whole thing yeah. is, I want to leap in a relationship is not going to happen right away, or else it would be fucking oh, it's ridiculous. nutty thinking. Yeah. It's nutty thinking. I, that much I realized. Right, but see, here's the thing. The way that Mike and uh, Mikey Boy and I are saying it, if you go out there and treat it lightly, 
and have fun with it, then you it does set you up to win because, like like Mikey Boy said, you have a bad date, you come running back in here, tell the audience, and we're all laughing, and it's great, and it's show material. Where your way of, if it's not that one person, that um, it won't work out. You know? I know. I I, ha- I so have to get past that part of it. See, here's the thing, Fez. There is one person for everyone, mm-hmm. but yours died <laughs> a long, long time ago. I'm not that old. But You're he- putting Chester A. Arthur on my likes. You have nothing to lose. You cannot be in a worse fucking situation than you are now. Yeah, I can't be any more alone. The only thing is, you will be with someone who doesn't like you. I guess that's worse than being alone. <laughs> or is someone that's trying to kill you. And if they are going to kill you, Fez, they're going to kill you. There's nothing you can do about that. You're going to be murdered. Well, I, I honestly, this has come up before. I don't know that I'll go on a date that I don't ask Ron to be sitting at a table in the same restaurant across the room like a sitcom i I can't seriously what i could do oh that's all i can think of is like just working out a code (laughs) of you head to the restroom the same time i do asking you you know advice and then going back to the table well i would do the date myself but my enormous nose keeps them from liking me (laughs) what do you this why do you only see sitcom dating you know this thing that you're talking about uh-huh. has never happened outside of Save the for the, by the Bell. Well, it's not only advice; it's also you know if it's like a blind date, I just have this stranger fear, where it's like I need to give Ron like the high sign that I think I'm safe. All right, so physically safe. Would it be better if we double dated the first time? That would be nice. Right, I'll see if Liam will go with me. <laughs> Maybe I can get leads. I don't know. You know, it's if if you go into the first one with you know this isn't going to be the one you know and 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 you just have fun with it and think about it, it's just practice for dating in general. What what scares you about that? What scares you about going on a bad date? That um, I would feel really I would feel really bad if like that person was interested in me and I wasn't interested in them and like they kept calling my phone and stuff I would panic about how to handle that situation I would panic that doesn't if, make sense even. I, would, just, I would panic if it went the other way where he, like I was emailing and calling them and not getting a response here's the thing you've moved into adulthood right mm-hmm. so we're all at the thing where that initial broken heart thing has all happened to us many decades ago you're still. You've got that eighth graders thing. Sure. Of what happens if they don't? You went on these e dates. Most of these people have been on thirty dates before they've even met you. They're not yeah. going to get their feelings hurt. They're in the same boat as you. You could sit down and even talk about that from the beginning. And you're never going to see them again if you don't. If it doesn't work, you'll never see them again. Yeah, it's not like they're a neighbor. They work Matter out. I mean, it's it's that fear that you have that's keeping you from the rest of your life. How many you did know? you go on before you met your fiance? Uh, which I, I spoke to a bunch before I even met. I mean, I think I went on one or two before that, but I spoke to maybe like four or five 
you know, through through emails, and not all of those even went to phone calls. I mean, before you're even comfortable giving out your telephone number and hearing someone's voice for the first time, you've gone through a week or so of just emailing back and forth. If the emails don't work out, then you can... Because the good thing is, through those websites, you're not even using your real email address. You, you're, you're using, like, the website as a liaison or, like, a, a go-through. So if you don't want to, if you want to stop talking to that person, you don't even got to say goodbye. You just unclick, and they never know who you are. You don't use your entire first name anyway. So it's 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 pretty easy to do. It's you know it's 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 like walking into a nice warm bathtub. You don't jump in right away to see you burn yourself. It isn't warm. You You're going to take a bath with someone your first night out, Fez. That yeah, sounds nuts. But you know there is a lot of people that blow each other in the rest uh, area, of the Jersey Turnpike. No kidding. <laughs> All right, so it's not I'm that not big. looking for a rest area blow job. Maybe you should be. Maybe you it's fucking should be. You know? You got nothing to compare it to, right? Absolutely nothing. So it would have to be the best date you were ever on. If it was the worst nightmare date, at the end of it, you could at least say, I'm dating. Here I am in my sixth decade, and I'm finally dating. Not my sixth. How many decades do you think you're late for losing your virginity? Oh, I think I'm... All right. Four decades late? <laughs> Three? I'm trying to think. I mean, that would be the I thing... I get mixed up how the teens count. <laughs> that would be the thing that fucking weirded most guys out is fucking that part of it of not being with anyone can you get a hard on command just like that just boom no it's like oh jeez really yeah i can't i can't go to attention immediately uh oh uh oh x maybe you got a cousin or something Maybe if we get him with the... Maybe that lady's still in his doorway from earlier. She's single. What do you say you're attracted? Filipinos? Uh, no, I guess, uh, no, Americans. There's a wide range of Americans. Mm. White Americans? You know the great thing about you, Fez, is that you make easy conversation. So this date's going to go fucking well. Just remember on this thing, you need to fill the DA. I know. I'm going to destroy this thing. It's going to be a nightmare. That's the attitude. That's the fucking can-do attitude. All right. Well, uh, Photoshop Mike, we're all very, very happy for you. Yeah, well, listen, I was wondering, maybe uh, you guys like to come to the wedding. I'd love to have you there. Mm. Mm. All right, pal. Thank you very much, guys. Love you, really. All right, peace. Take care. I wouldn't mind going to a zombie wedding. I just, you know, I can't, I can't say I'd definitely be somewhere. I don't like to say I'm definitely going to be places. I'm like Mikey Boy with his girls. I may or may not feed you. It's <laughs> that knows? type of thing when mom's away. Who knows what's going to happen today, kids? Fez, what is this relationship thing that you want? Why don't you just want to have some dating time? 
It's, uh, I don't know, it's been something I've been thinking about for a long, long time, of just having somebody special there. Who's like there. retarded? No, not like, like... special needs? No, not like a special needs citizen. Johnson? I love you, fans. <laughs> Get it to me. Uh, Batman's fun and so is wrestling. You're smart. You know how to put Batman and wrestling on TV. I like the bathroom. Oh, that's awful. Bam. Mine was very generalized, but yours is specifically one person I could tell. Mm, don't like you, Hicks. Me? Don't take it personal, all right? You don't like me. How else am I going to take <laughs> it? could have been anyone I said it about. It just so happens to be you. You were staring at me. And pointing. Yeah. Let's make this about Fez and not about you right now. Sorry. You've got a life, all right? You've had sex. You've had penis sex. Whoa, not like penis sex, like... Well, with your own penis. Oh, yeah. You've used your penis for something (laughs) other than... Than like Fez has just used it for running water through. Nothing else all these years. Oh, man. What is it about this special needs person that makes you so excited? <laughs> it's Why not do you a want special it? needs person. What, what is, for so many years, you were happy being the lone guy, right? Absolutely. And then I just got really, really sad and... Are you sad every day that you're home alone? Oh, yeah. I get, yeah, I get sad, yes. Do you just look out the window and go, when you're looking at Manhattan, why don't I get out there? I keep telling myself that I should do that, and then I get nervous, and I end up under the covers all weekend. What makes you nervous? Just, um... Penis sex? Well, penis sex, yes. And just uh, the the rejection that I haven't even... Who would reject you? You're a fucking great guy. It just feels like it's, it's a worry. Don't worry. Here, try it right now like you're coming up and you're meeting someone. Hi, my name's Fez. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm fine, but you're ugly, smell bad, and seem really weird. Get away. See that? Get away! All right, I'm leaving. I'm headed right home. <laughs> I'm not even going to another bar or another place in this bar. But look, I'm going right home. But guess what? I just gave you the worst case scenario, right? Uh-huh. And it's still no big deal. It's still going to be fucking forgotten. I can only hope if that's the scenario that takes place, someone will think, wow, that poor guy, I hope he's okay. Why and do you come wait? over and say you, something. You, why do you wait for outside heroes? When are you going to be your own fucking Batman? You, you... I just got told I smell bad. So what? It doesn't... And to get away. Fucking matter. You fucking get away and yell back. Tell that fucking tranny you don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Here's what I worry about, Fez. You wanting this relationship as being the thing are going to dive into it too fast... And then a little while later, it's going to feel like a nightmare to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I expect the diving too fast, mm-hmm. I'm sure will happen. Where I'm sure, like, if, like after the first meal, I'll be screaming, I love you. Oh, no, it's not the meal. Oh, yeah. The litmus test. Do you feel like Photoshop might beat you to the punch? 
Oh yes, you I feel mean, competitive. I'm, I'm happy for him, but Who's I'm like, I don't like being the last lonely guy. So that you're not happy for him at all, are you? No, there's a jealousy there. Haters be hating. There's, I mean, a jealous. Mike got the girl that you should have gotten. That, you know, that he's engaged, he's got his long-term relationship, that he had the guts to go out and pursue. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm not happy for any of that. <clears throat> right you, now, it's just you and just John, I guess, is the last single, guys. I know. What a hosp. When you look over, when you look over your shoulder, you I like to see I didn't even think it. of putting hosp in there. Never even once occurred to me. Hosp is a human being. He belongs on that list. Why don't you and fucking Hosp start fucking trolling together? Wingman says. I don't think that's for me. Why? You doing so good on your own? No, I'm not doing good on my own, but I'm not going to take Hosp out with me. Let's try your rap. You can try it on me. Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm fine. Who are you? I'm Fez. Okay, fine. I'm sitting here talking to my friend Mike. Yeah, I was just uh, coming over to say hello. Uh, can I buy y'all a drink? No, thank you. We have our own drinks. We're adults. We have money. All right. I just thought I could buy you a round. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Uh, How you many want- times I got to tell you the same thing? No, thank you. You watching the basketball game? No. It's fucking, uh, you know, middle of the afternoon here. Oh. I thought this was a weekend date. Or, I mean, bar. What? Excuse me? I'm going to go home now. But it has nothing to do with me. So, what do you guys Didn't do for a living? Did you say you were going home? What's that? What do you guys do for a living? Uh, we mind our own fucking business. And you? I guess I should do the same. What do you do for a living? You're asking uh, everyone. I work uh, on a radio show at Sirius XM, satellite radio. What show? The Ron and Fed show. Oh, I heard that show before. There's only one guy on it, right? Well, I'm there, too. <laughs> How do you know it wasn't you? How do you know it wasn't you? There's two number ones on that show. Hicks, how do you think he did? He gets, he gets flustered very easily. I think you got to be more assertive, Fez. All right, let's do the thing where you're, you're talking to Mikey Boy, and I'll be me giving you lines. Okay. Hi, my name's Fez. Hi. Pleased to meet you. Hi, I'm Mike. Uh, tell him that you can fit a whole bear's cock in your mouth. I can fit a whole bear's cock in my mouth. That's that's it, that's interesting. How big's your dick? How big's your dick? <laughs> Look how comfortable you feel when you're being fed lines. Why does that make you more comfortable? Because then it's a, it's then Ron would have failed if it doesn't work. No, then it's like then my mind can con- can concentrate on getting them out. Not having to think them and speak them both. So your big problem is with your mind is it doesn't think so good. Or decide whether or not this is a good line. I've been fed. You don't even have the critical thing. You honestly think that if you say to a young lady, I could suck a whole bear's dick, that she's going to like you? (laughs) You're a catch. I guess it depends on the lady. Well, what are you doing this weekend, Fuzz? Mm, I don't have any plans. Why don't you go home and get under those covers and stay there till Monday comes around? Um, 
Maybe I'll go try it again. See how he has to do just the opposite. If you tell him to do what he would plan on do, then he says there's something wrong with it. I'll end up under the covers anyway, so. Okay. All right, we're going to break here. Uh, Mikey Boy sitting in with us. Mikey Boy uh, did the five today. Your favorite band of all time? Yeah, I think that's probably right. Why you got to hurt R.E.M.'s fan, uh, um, feelings? Um, you know what? I think R.E.M.'s biggest problem for me was sticking around too long and the output just wasn't as, as You wanted solid. straight college rock out of them. You didn't like no, when it I became just, I mean, mainstream. Some of the stuff they did, there's a few albums in there that's kind of totally lost me. And, and then some of the stuff they've done recently has been better, but I don't know. That Leave New York song was a fucking good one, but I don't even know how many years ago that was. Yeah, it's a few years I can't tell anymore. Like, when you get to this point in a band, you're like, I saw them two weeks ago. Wait, no, 11 years ago. And they yeah. were great, you know? Yeah. It's fucking hard. Uh, right back, Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. The Virus. Sirius XM.
Fez show. This is the band that Mikey Boy turned his back on. R.E.M. At one time, they were his college uh, rock sweethearts. Yeah, I guess so. When you, what frat were you in, by the way, Mikey? I actually was in a fraternity, um, Tau Cap Epsilon. Why do you think that would surprise us? You are a frat boy. <laughs> oh. uh, Hicks has always said that behind your back. Hicks has always oh. been like, he's bringing in that frat stuff. <laughs> um, do you like being in a frat? Was it fun? It was all right. It was, it was, I, I kind of went into it. I didn't, wasn't going to go into it at all, but I went to a school where the entire social life was fraternities. Sure. So. And was it fun teasing the nerds? Was it t- fun being mean to them? I, I kind of backed off from the hazing. I wasn't a fan of that. You feel good about yourself, huh? <laughs> oh, frat boy. Why do you get so mad? Because you weren't invited in? <laughs> I wasn't. No, I, there wasn't even any frats in my college. Where they were banned from campus. I was in a frat, too. A little frat I like to call Vietnam. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, now, anyone who went to Nam, please don't get mad. I was fucking joking. I like the way you dropped Vietnam out there. You have no right. All right. Maybe I have no right, but you didn't exactly win the war either, did you? Let's fucking get that straight. If you would have won the war, we'd be able to joke about it freely and have a lot of fun like we did with fucking Nazis. But we can't joke about Vietnam because we didn't win. No, now, I'm not blaming that you and you and your frat, but you see where I'm coming from. Uh, Fezzy, what's... Well, you know what? I've talked to you enough today. A lot of stuff's been going on with Chris Stanley and, you know, Mikey Boy's Day today. Now, we are doing a lot more of listeners coming in and hanging out with us. Uh, tomorrow, Mafia Life Chris. And then uh, tell us who we got lined up for next week, Six. And for next week, we have Jennifer Hutt from whatever with Alexis and Jennifer. Sounds like somebody wants to sing along with music. <laughs> we have uh, Jay Lawson stopping by. The old blister foot, they like to call her. Uh, HTG, I believe, is going to stop in. HTG probably has some ideas of the way she liked the world to change. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Deli meats. <laughs> I wish everyone would change everything about deli meats. Why is it meat thicker? Come on. <laughs> she wants it thicker and longer. Like all oh, girls. Oh. <laughs> um, she's one of the few people that says she likes thick lunch meat. It's really bothers me. It disgusts you, right? That thick oh. ham thing is just... Ugh. I know, and then you're wondering, like, what else is there? Once somebody crosses that line, you know, it's almost like they like saying, like, I like human flesh. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what they bring up after that. Um, but I am um, I'm looking forward to her coming by. Uh, should be fun. And then who else we got? And we got Scruffy, former intern, is going to stop by. Hmm. All Scruffy. Scruffy is talking sports. Where does he work now? He works for a sports website, and they they have they have him just flying him all over the all over the country, just doing all this all sorts of sports stuff. Why do these websites have so much damn money? I don't know. I don't get how they're making money. <laughs> Apparently, the one of the guy like the founders of it just have, has money to burn. So there's not that many people that many people in the company, and they just fly everyone out over to sports conferences everywhere. They go to the, they go to the Super Bowl. They go to the fucking World Series. Right, I just understand when you got money to burn, you fly yourself around. But why scrap? I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's fucking doing well for himself. Um. By the way, what day is HTG's day? 
I believe Wednesday. Because mm, I want to be prepared for that day. Because she, well, you know this. She's combative. Yes. What is, is it the lawyerly thing? You're a lawyer, but you're never combative. Yeah, I, I don't know. There is a certain, uh, that trait does seem to go into that occupation a lot. Now, I'm uh, at a grand jury right now. By the way, have you ever had to do that? Are you allowed to do it as a lawyer, or they keep you from doing it? Um, I think I can. I have not done it. Because I think there's one lawyer on our thing. He's bringing stuff up, and I'm like, shut up. Who cares? I, I want this grand jury to rule by emotion. Uh, I don't want to see the rule of law. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's either let's get him or free him, but I want us to be emotionally connected. Now, one of the DAs that come, the, do you have an assistant DA? And um, they come in, they pitch the case, and normally bring in some witnesses, and then you basically then go back, they all leave the room, and you decide whether they have a case or not, whether they can move on to a jury trial. One of the DA's name, Phil. So he goes, my name is Phil the DA. And I go, I guess, <laughs> and everyone around me is like, uh, what do you mean? I go, Phil the dead air, right? Anyone? <laughs> And they're like, you know, most of them are like Spanish or Portuguese. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So finally I yell out. By the way, I do have a very funny thing today of, I can't say what it is, but I w had a book in my that I read when, you know, trying to pass some fucking time in there that was tied in with one of the people up there. So I started acting like I was reading the book to make my fellow jurors laugh. One day I'll explain to you how it exactly happens. But I also was doing the thing where I was looking over my glasses like, I can't believe this. Anyway, let's get back to you, Chris. You had something on your mind today. Oh, yeah. Certainly do. There's a new trend with parents. They're now setting up fucking Facebooks for their unborn children and getting status updates in the first in the kids from the first person. That is adorable. <laughs> See, that, is it? <laughs> you know, I was reading about Facebook. Uh, pretty soon they're going to have one billion people. Yeah, they're, they're, on they're Facebook. On one billion. I didn't know one billion people would do anything on this planet. And I don't know, I did not know that there would be Chinese people interested in talking to their old third grade fucking classmates. They can't get enough of it. Are you on the Facebook, Mikey? I don't do the Facebook, no. I, I got no interest in it. I don't want people to catch up with me that I haven't seen in all these years. Yeah, it just doesn't not that inter interesting. I mean, and I know people who they get on there and there's like people they don't even hardly remember from high school and stuff they were never friends with. I'm really bad at that anyway. Yeah. I'm bad at like even people that you were close with. So let alone people that because you know when, when you get to a certain thing people feel like hey we're all in that together but you remember in high school even if it was you're still kind of clickish even if you weren't in the fucking cool click you were still like only talk to x amount of people sure why when you get to be you know as years go by do you act like now hey we were all in this together you're fucking now living a lie yeah. when you look back and act like wasn't high school great no it wasn't fucking great fucking train wreck of course it was. <laughs> Even for the people who had the most fun, it was a train wreck. Now, here's the weird thing, and this is what makes me an evil person. I would love to go and get on Facebook and look at old friends' pages and stuff and see what they look like, or what their kids look like. But what I don't want to do is then follow that up with, you know, hey, we got to get together in the city. Well, I actually, my wife has the Facebook, and actually, you go in there and start search for people I know from like 
just to see what they look like. Old dates. Yeah, exactly. Again, this is after she... Does any of your old dates look like shit now? You know, I can't find hardly any of my old girlfriends. It just... It's yeah, like it's a, kind of the police. Yeah. Are you saying because he's a killer like the Long Island guy? Yeah. Now, do you hear the voice that he's doing now? It's not the old Fez voice. No, it's a little different. What is it? Do an impression. Uh, uh, what was the line you just said? To so neither can the police. Neither can the police. Now you do it, Hex. Neither can the police. Where is that coming from? It's like there's a low ceiling now. It's almost nasal, but a low nasal. I have no idea. Maybe it's summer allergies. Because I don't even hear it. Well, you know you're not... Don't, you go back and listen to the shows, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, not all of them, but yeah. Sometimes. What's the last show that you listened to? I listened to something from yesterday. What you listen to? I was listening to um, the um, uh, Raw Talent Guitar uh, commercial. How'd that go? Not as good as I hoped. What, what were you hoping for? It. Uh, it's just I'm too stuttery. It's just nuts. He takes a lot of pride in his live reads. He wants them to be perfect. And what were you doing? You like people try to p- p- put us down? Is that how you were doing it? Basically, just not getting any words out. Hello, this is Fez Watley, and if you like raw talent guitars, then you'll like raw talent guitar. And I said cot dom and uh, just things what? like that. What was that? Instead of dot com, I said cot dom. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. <laughs> to me, it fucking sounds great. That's the fucking beauty of it. Well, if you like, I'll start doing live reads with you. Uh, they've asked that you don't. Now, the co- uh, they don't even know me. It's still down the hall. They've asked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, fine. I've heard until further notice. Which has never come. He's doing that voice, right? Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's crazy. All right, where were we before we got into the voice talk? Oh, you saying exes. Fez, you ever go looking up exes on... Oh, no. Don't have an ex to look up. Someday you'll have that, right? Yeah. I, get, I don't know if it's good to look forward to exes. That means there's been a breakup involved. Gotta experience it. Gotta experience something. You know, when you get your your heart broke, the great thing about it is, then you can get away with anything. Then you're allowed to get up and start drinking in the morning, you know? Then you can get into fist fights and everybody's like, hey, you're going through a rough time. You had your fucking heart broken. Here, what happened to him, it's okay. Yeah. So That's why he's up on his house fucking howling. He's up on the roof up there howling and drinking real hard. Just let him go. You want to be a cutter? Go ahead and do it. You just got your heart broke. Mike, but you remember the first time you were when you got your heart broke? Yeah, I was like 17 or so. I was a little kid. Yeah. I was a little kid in that when you go with me stuff, I remember getting my fucking heart broke. I look back on like my first girlfriend in first grade, and the way I felt about her is the exact way you feel about chicks now. It's the exact fucking way nothing has fucking changed yeah i think it's a lot more casual when i was that age and going out not like oh this is just what we do you know not me i remember thinking i don't know why this fucking broad drives me so crazy (laughs) why do i love her so she ain't fucking worth it sometimes she'll kick me in the fucking ankles but god damn it am i mad for her 
Hicks, did you like the girls when you were a little kid? Oh, yeah. No, you like well, Mikey, where you didn't know you were straight until a fucking later in life. <laughs> 17, who, how'd you get your heart broke? I just dumped, you know. And it just feels awful, right? Just yeah. the worst fucking feeling. You got that to look forward to, Fez. It sounds like, awful. When, it is awful, but that's the thing. That, that, then you're alive. Then you have something. It feels like unimaginable pain. Oh, it's imaginable. Yeah. There's a lot of happiness before that, too. So there you go. Yeah, he's got a good point. And then you know what to do next time. So you don't end up being one of those guys that's fucking, you know, got a white beard and still is going, I haven't dated yet. Oh, wait. That is him. That's me. Now, that might have come off the wrong way. No, I think it came off the way it was supposed to. Uh, Mikey Boy uh, has been in here with us today, Mikey Boy. Now, I got, because I'm at Grand Jury now, but I come back and I do the last hour live. So when the last hour live starts in just a couple of minutes, you're going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. You'll be yesterday's news. That's true. So Fez is going to give you something, a point counterpoint that you and Fez can go back and forth on. Oh, I'm today's what is crazed. It? it is. Yeah, you're today's crazed. <laughs> yesterday's crazed. Or no, it is yeah. today. today. Well, yesterday is when this. <laughs> yesterday is when it's going to feel like it is to right. us. Okay. But to these people listening, these fucking rubes walking the midway with cotton candy and a balloon in their hand, this is all happening in real time. All right, got it. All right, the Tampa Bay Rays Please. and the. You talked about that yesterday. No, I didn't. With the Admiral Levine thing, and yeah. then you blame the Rays. Right. Yeah, that was on yesterday's show. It was. Yeah. Wait. Are you sure? That's so. By yesterday. But yesterday, I meant today's yesterday, not when the people that are listening to the show All think right. that it's yesterday. Okay. All right. What is your point about that, Fez? Because I will say this: you're mad at the Rays, right? Yes, I am. Now, Mikey Boy is a historian of the Ron and Fez show. Have you noticed that since we came to New York, Fez has never said a good thing at all about his hometown? He's always rough on Tampa, Clearwater, St. Pete area. That's, I think that's true, yeah. Why does that happen, Fez? Because when the Rays went to the World Series a few years ago, mm -hmm. they were getting zero attendance. They didn't deserve, those fans didn't deserve a World Series in that dome. Those people that you, that you say are just fans are the people that you grew up with, your people. Yes. You would be, if you were a black person, Fez, uh -huh. you'd be an Uncle Tom. Really? Yeah. No, I'm saying they don't deserve what they get there because they don't show up. How many people are at the Rays games now? Um, attendance is down like 30% from last year. To what? What is this? So you're getting just below half of what the Dome holds, about 16,000 people. 15,000, 16,000 Wait a minute. There's no dome ever built that only holds 32. Is that right? Only 32 people in a dome? That's what it's configured for. That's what they consider a sellout. Now, it could expand to even more, mm. but thirty-two around 32,000 is what they consider a sellout. But here's the thing about Tampa. There's other things to do besides go to a baseball game. That's the thing. If you grew up in, in Chicago, you're like, well, we better go to the game. There's nowhere else to go. Boston, you're like, we should go to the game. If you live in Tampa, you've got a lot of other things to do. But then you'll get someone like an Evan Longoria who says, you know what, I wish the fans would support us more, and they all come down on him. 
like he has said something That's because he has a fucking girl's name. And he sounds like, what's that show with the Yvonne Lagoria or something? Desperate Housewives? That can't be it. That, no. could never, there could never be a show called anything that stupid. So what they're I guess to try to bring more fans in, they're doing a summer concert series. They think they're the Today Show. So they had Avril Lavigne perform after one of the games last week. I know, you told me yesterday. But it's yeah, but I'm telling you now so that it'll be yesterday tomorrow. No, I mean you actually told me the yesterday yesterday. Oh, the actual yesterday. So, but the, they're apologizing and saying, you know, they're disappointed in Avril Lavigne because she got up there, the mics didn't work, and she starts letting some uh, f bombs drop. There's children there. She's the one who should be apologized to. They put together a crappy sound system for her. All right, let's 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 suppose this. Let's suppose you're on TV, and there's a crappy sound system. Are you allowed to drop the F-bomb? No, you're not allowed to drop the F-bomb. Why would this be any different? There's little kids there. It's the ballpark. I don't understand why they can get her mic to work to hear the F-word, but not for her songs. You know why she does this? Uh, she's punk rock, as you well know. She's punk rock girl. So she has not. She has not come back and said, "I apologize to the uh, Tampa you know Bay why, Ray fans." You know why she hasn't apologized? Because she has nothing to apologize for. Because she's punk rock. Uh, Hicks, uh, we're going to take this into live now. So uh, we'll be breaking here now. As we start this, is Mafia Life Chris going to be with me, or is that uh, later in the following day show? That's later in the following day show. Yeah, later in the following day show. Now, the uh, and you're saying to yourself, why is your schedule so fucked up, Ron? I'll tell you why. Because I'm cleaning up New York City. One case at a time. I'm in a grand jury in a town that is off the rails. Someone's got to clean this phone. And I don't want to freak anyone out, but I found out if you're in New York City walking down this uh, street, chances are one in three that you'll be killed. It's that high? It's it's higher than that. Now, when your mom passed away, how long ago was it? It's about two years ago. It, she was murdered. You thought what? that she died from cancer. I found out during this yeah. she was murdered. I got to I gotta fucking get to a courthouse. Fez, your dad? Uh-huh. Murdered. Yeah. By his own son, who made him sleep on... A, what did you make him sleep on? An air mattress? Well, it was an inflatable... How old was your dad? About 74 when he passed away. You should have just kicked the heart out of his chest, because that's basically what you did. Anyway, we got a break here. Mikey Boy, I want to appreciate you being in here today. And um, a lot of people say a lot of bad shit about you. I know. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, Hicks, coming back. We're live. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. The virus. Serious. XM. The 2011 MLB Draft is Monday, and MLB Network Radio will be ready. With the first selection. Join MLB Network Radio's experts like former GM Jim Duquette as they break down the stars of tomorrow. Eric Hosmer. Jason Hayward. Drew Storen. And tell you how your team does. This kid has a tremendous amount of talent. One of the best arms in this system. MLB Network Radio. Drew Storen. And tell you how your team does. This kid has a tremendous amount of talent. One of the best arms in this system. MLB Network Radio and the 2011 MLB Draft beginning Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Sirius 209 XM 89. Did you know the tap water in your home may be hazardous? Not to your health, but to your appliances and your wallet. 
Your home's hard water creates pipe-clogging limescale, and that can shorten the life of your water heater, ruin your dishwasher, and break down your washing machine. Limescale deposits block your appliance's heating element, costing you as much as $1,200 a year in energy and wear. But you can remove limescale without chemicals, magnets, or salts. It's easy with HydroCare, the patented device used worldwide. You simply clip HydroCare to your main water pipe. HydroCare removes and prevents limescale buildup in your entire plumbing system, guaranteed. If your home has hard water, extend the life of your appliances and lower your energy costs with HydroCare. Log on to softwater123.com. That's softwater123.com. Or call now for free information. 1-866-339-5533. 1-866-339-5533. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with prostate cancer, you need to know. What treatment has the highest documented cure rate? Will you have intimacy or urinary problems after treatment? Over 13,000 men from all 50 states and over 40 countries have come to RC Cancer Centers for a cure. For your free DVD and guide, visit curingprostatecancer.com or call 877-472-8804. curingprostatecancer.com Computer accidents just plain stink, especially when it comes to your business. So how do you prepare for life's unforeseen computer accidents? You get Mosey Pro. Protecting your PCs and servers has never been easier. Install Mosey Pro. Select which files to backup, and Mosey Pro handles the rest automatically. Your files are protected using military-grade encryption and stored in a secure facility, which means your data is safe and available whenever and wherever you need it. Call 866-MOSEY-321 or visit moseypro.com to save your business from disaster. That's M-O-Z-Y-Pro.com. Sunday on History. Ice Road Truckers are back. But this time, the cracks are starting to show. We don't need somebody who's going to come up here and be a hothead or a cowboy. And the ice is thinner than ever. Stop. Brakes, brakes, brakes. They may survive the elements, but can they survive each other? I shouldn't have missed that gear. Rookies don't last long here. Ice Road Truckers. All new Sunday at 9 p.m. 8 central. Only on History. The Ron and Fez Show on the virus. It's all good, sir. No, it ain't all good. Now clean that up. That's right. Give me a white boy. Give me a blonde hair white boy so I can enjoy that. You're the man, sir. No, you the man, and that's the problem. Hey, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We are live right now. I was at Grand Jury up until, oh, just a little, less than a half an hour ago, hearing about the problems of the world and attempting to help out. What I really need is some talk fucking radio right now. That's what I need. I need this connection back to you people. Real old school talk radio where you can pick up the telephone, talk to the host, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't want to be sitting around in a grand jury all day hearing people's problems. They're ridiculous problems. They're horrifying problems. They're stupid problems. There's sad problems. I want to hear from you people. You know, I got to tell you right now, Chris Stanley is a hero and has never even gotten one congratulations because we haven't been able to be live. We've had to Uh -uh. pre-record the show. 
And I'll tell you something, and this goes out there to everybody that, that does a podcast and brags about their podcast. You are missing something in talk radio if you don't have an open phone line. You got to be able to hear from people. And I want to be appreciated for once. I don't know if you're going to be appreciated because not for nothing, but one of us shot you down. You did a wonderful job. I was like, congratulations. Then somebody else on the show told you to do the wrong thing. Doesn't matter. I don't I want you to let, I don't want it to get in your kitchen right now. I want you to feel good about yourself. It's but here we are, and we're live. Let's make it mean something. Pick up the uh, phone and give us a call. Here is um, here's Tony in West Palm. Tony, how are you? Brian B., I'm doing great. How are you today? Very, very good. I just wanted to thank you, sir. Yesterday was, uh, was I believe, four and a half or five weeks that I have been um, working on sobriety. Yeah. And I was having a pretty tough afternoon. And I listened to the, um, to the interview with uh, Dr. Steve. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good, man. Appreciate the words. Um, now, what made you decide to get sober, dude? Uh, I can't do anything right <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, otherwise. It's, it's, it's exactly as you described it. It's certainly not as unique as you'd like it to be. You know? I know. I wanted it to yeah. be so unique. <laughs> exactly. Everybody else does the same thing, that other yeah. guy talking. Uh, so what was it? Was it alcohol for you? Was it drugs? What, what were you doing? Um, it was a little bit of everything. Mostly the, the oxys is what really brought me down. Before yeah, that, I was kind of doing great, man. I don't know what the maximum amount of oxys that a person can do before their life fucks up, but it doesn't seem like it's a lot. Oh, no. It seems like uh, that one, as well as Sister Crack, will jump on you very, very, very quickly. I know a bunch of guys now, now just eating Sapoxins, which is the fucking anti-dope pill. It's, that just gets bad. <laughs> all right, let's... Uh, all right, thanks a lot, Tony. Now, Higgs, give me this drug. I'm not even familiar with it. It's a Sapoxin. It's for, like, to take away the DTs. It's, ba- it's pretty much the, the, the long and short of it. It'll just, you know, they because they're just banging p- so many pills that they need to eat that to be able to go to work in the fucking morning. All right, so you're saying that here is a drug that people are supposed to be doing to uh, for only a short time yeah. when they're quitting alcohol. You and your friends are eating it and combining it with alcohol. Oh, not me, but some guys I know. Yeah, they're they're just taking. These guys you know, their name's Pepper. <laughs> just tell me if it's you. No, that's no. where we can start. It's not me. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Not only do I want to hear from you, I need to hear from you. I don't care if you've never called the show before or if you called a million times. I need to reconnect with the listeners because. The city, state, and county of New York has taken live radio away from me. And I was thinking about this today. God damn it, I need it. They're thieves, Ron. Well, you know what? This Sometimes it helps you appreciate. Sometimes that's the thing that makes you think, oh, I remember what I like to do. Radio. Uh, Bill in Georgia. Bill, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, glad you're back, Ronnie. Thank you, pal. Got an Ichiban for you. Billy Bob Thornton's estranged daughter was convicted of manslaughter yesterday in Orlando. She, I guess she dropped a friend of hers' baby on his head. Uh, like a, a terrible accident? Well, she said it fell out of the crib and landed on his head, but they're saying that 
that that's the, you know of course they convicted her so they're saying that that's a bullshit story she actually hurt the baby when the mother was out of out of the I guess she was watching it for the mother I don't know what and, goes uh, on in that Orlando but that is one wacky place down there yeah, it's in the Sentinel down there. They got an article about it in Orlando Sentinel. I tell you, if we had any sense at all, we'd build a fence around that uh, that Disney World Please. and not let anybody in. I w- wow. I, at some point, we got to say to ourselves, "Is that just driving those people down there wacky?" Uh, let's face it, it: there shouldn't even be anybody living in Orlando. That should be cow pastures. And then they moved in that Disney World, and the next thing you know. Cheap motels and titty bars spring up all over the place and talk about um, Oxycontin capitals. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jeff, in Wisconsin, you're on the Ron and Fez show and you are live, buddy. Dude, I don't get this addiction thing. Is it? How can it be bad? I'm addicted to welding and grinding, doing metal fab. I have a couple beers. I, I live alone, but, yeah. Well, it really, like, I, I totally get what you're saying, that there can be good addictions, there can be bad addictions, but most of the time, I think, when it comes fr- from, like, drugs and alcohol, there is just a maximum amount. Now, you, you might have hit your maximum amount at 16 years old, or you might hit it at 89, but at some fucking point... For you yourself, you've hit that personal maximum amount. Because you'll see some guys like, they're like 82 years old, and they're like, dude, I gotta fucking get a hold of myself here. I'm just really. And you're like, why even bother? Yeah. You're 82. Why not just sit there and drink and puke on yourself? Go for but, it. You know, because it, cause it kind of feels not for nothing, Hicks. A little embarrassing. A little embarrassing when it gets away from you. You like to have some amount of control in your life. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, Ronnie, you can't come back soon enough, man. We miss you out here. Well, uh, I'm here. I'm trying to give you a lot, uh, you know, new programming every day. I do a day of this jury duty, and then I get off, and I get up here, and we pre-record for you. But I can definitely tell you it's an absolute different feel when you're not doing live, when you're not going to the phones, when you're not connecting to people. I don't want to talk to a time traveler. I want to feel like we're synced together, moving through time together. I understand no what you're saying. Like, I did not get this before. To me, because, let's face it, you've never seen David Letterman live in his life. He is. No. He records a couple hours earlier. No. The uh, Tonight Show, a couple hours earlier. It's fine with everyone, but in radio, you've got to be live. You've got to be able to sit there and have somebody call you up and say... No, dude, bullshit. And here's why. Or else you're just spinning off out of control in your own fucking crazy world. Uh, Adam wants to say something to our own Chris Stanley. Go ahead, Adam. Hi, Adam. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to let uh, Chris know that he's much appreciated. He's the uh, exclamation point that takes the show from great to legendary. We love you. I never cared much for Chris Stanley. I think he stinks on Mike. His organizational skills are lax at best. But let me tell you, if a big woman goes down, there's only one man I'm giving a call to. I'll drag her ass straight to her couch while I smoke for her. Dave, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. You've had a tough morning, miss. Here you go. She could have burned up on the couch. There was an ashtray. Did she? 
Not that we've heard. She's doing great. Fez, I want you to learn to put fear behind you and take one chance in your life. Find the Chris Stanley in you. Fuck fear. It's mouth. Why not Nitzess? Well, you know, you can go back and forth. Start with the mouth. Um, let's go over here to uh, Sam. Sam, you're on Fez. A million bucks, Ronnie. Thank you. A million you. bucks. You working, you're working two jobs? You're working two jobs and making 40 bucks down at the, down at the courthouse? Uh, I I don't qualify for the forty. I'm working for free. I because insult injury. Well, here's what happens: since you're getting paid at work, they don't want to pay you. Bullshit. Now you could go out of your way and bring up this and that, but I figure I don't want to sit around and fucking tell these people that I need forty bucks. Um, Mike, Mike, you're on the Run of Fest show. This me? I guess it is, Mike. All right, I didn't hear you through the staticky part. No. Um, I have an Ichiban and a moral conundrum. All right, this is unusual. Ichiban. I have an Ichiban. Oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. And moral conundrum at the same time. At the same time. Um, my Ichiban is that ONA had Paris Hilton on this morning and her interviewing skills really sucks a dick. Um, she walked off because she got pissed off. What in the jack fuck are you talking about? Paris Hilton walked out on my buddies? Yeah. For yeah, what? she got all pissed off because they weren't answering her the right questions. Which they were asking her the right questions. Well, you don't know what the right questions are. There's no such thing as a right question. Well, she wanted to talk about her show that she's she's got going on now, her uh, her reality show. Uh-huh. And, and they asked a few questions other than the reality show and she didn't want no part of it you know here's the weird thing about it i noticed that the most talented people are open to a lot of things and then these reality peoples are, are terribly difficult i go out of my way not to have any of the reality folks on and hicks i can't remember the last time we had somebody that would be considered a reality star Bruce Jenner, I mean, that's what he is now. But See, I, mean, I didn't know it. He's like the last person that I think was even on one, I guess. I didn't know it. And if you go back and listen, I talked to him the whole time about being the Olympic champion, yeah. which I still feel like is amazing. Yeah, he, the decathlon he, champion. So uh, they didn't. So she got weird and walked out, huh? Yeah, yeah. See, this but is Jimmy why I hate... Jimmy didn't even get, get irate with her or anything. He was, he was very calm and tame. And everything. He wanted to let loose on her, but, you know, well, he didn't. I'll have to go back and listen on this. I missed the entire thing. Definitely. Um, because I'm in grand jury. This is what happens to me. The fuck? Yeah, by being that in grand sucks jury. Too. That sucks, too. We need to hear you, hear you live. All right. So, and you know what? Fezzy talks more, and he seems more upbeat on, on tape. I noticed that Fez is not uh, an overall live guy, uh, but on tape, highly highly improved and we're feeling really strongly about it now we're live right now and he hasn't been very talkative and you had some board problems over there and all mm -hmm. uh but if you get the chance hicks see if somebody can grab about an hour in yesterday when fez was talking about blueberries i think what happened it was the exact time that i brought you the turkey sandwich okay and i guess i left you in the room alone fez 
Oh, yeah. yeah. For a minute and it went bad? And, yeah, and I really started to stutter and lock up. I missed the whole thing. Um, a couple of people... Um, a couple of people wrote to me about it. Uh, let's go over here to John. John, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Wow, look at their truck just went by with a big, giant wheel of steam on it. Uh, but anyway, when you're talking about your... Uh, jury duty. I, I get a mental image of you sitting on a throne with a, in a toga with with a big cigar in your mouth and giving the thumbs up or the thumbs down. It's actually not that far away. I mean, if most people know um, how quickly it all takes place, um, and I will tell you this, there is quite a few uh, conservative people who don't, who, who, there are people like this who think, hey, if the police said it, it happened. If the guy wasn't guilty, uh, they wouldn't be here at all. And it's very hard to say, wait, maybe there's another way of looking at this. It's very rare that they're able to do that. Um, it's kind of stunning. But most people, I think, are like, um, fuck anybody who gets in trouble. You don't want to get in trouble. I will tell you that right now, folks. You never want to find yourself with the long arm of the law fucking grabbing you by the neck. What you need to do, and John Mellencamp, uh put it best when he said he fought authority and authorities always win. And then later he talked about pink houses. And then after that he brought up the blood on the scarecrow. And after that, he taught us how to ROCK in the USA. He just didn't stop trying to teach us stuff. Um, let's go over here right now to uh, Craig. Craig, you're on run first. Hey, what's going on, buddies? It's good to hear you, Ronnie. Thank you. Uh, first of all, if I can help the listeners, when you hear that static sound, that means it's you. So you can just start talking. Uh, secondly, Ronnie, I take some often... Uh, I was sober eight years, ended up uh, blowing a disc out of my neck, and they started putting me on Vicodin for about six months, telling me I had a uh, ripped muscle. And uh, so, of course, I got hooked on and started taking that Suboxone. Now, I don't understand why anyone would eat them for fun other than to avoid withdrawals, just because, like, I, I've i never gotten loaded on them. That's the only reason, like, I was comfortable taking them is, they don't get me loaded whatsoever. I mean, if they did, I'd run out of those in a week instead of a month. So, Hicks, you, uh, are, you, are you agreeing with this, Hicks? You're the one who brought up the drug to me. Yeah, I wasn't even familiar D with it. They're for DTs, yeah. it's for fucking. But he's saying he doesn't even get a high feeling off of it. Yeah, it's to help you. It's to help you fucking. So just... why are your friends eating them? Because they're st all, I have no, like four or five guys addicted to fucking Roxasets and goddamn Oxycontin. Oh, so what uh, you're saying is they're eating it not to get high, but... So they can go to, to work keep themselves from fucking convulsing. So they can actually, yeah, fucking go to their jobs so and not be fucked. So they're not buzzing off of it all. No, they're just so down and fucked up that they need to fucking tr help themselves. All right, let me tell you this then. Sure. You need to be a little clearer. Because Sorry about that. you're coming in sideways, dude. You're coming in fucking sideways. I want to be straight ahead, not sideways. And I'm telling you that, and I've told you that before, but since we've been taping the show so much, I have a feeling you've been editing out. Some of the harsh things I've been saying to you. Oh, no. It's and all then later, I heard this. You're great. You're great, uh, Chris. This is Ron Banks, and you're great. I'm like, I don't even remember saying that at all. And then it fucking dawned on me. You're doing that fucking impression of me that you do so well. You're really great. You're great. Good work, Hicks. That's good. 
Um, let's go over here to Dan in Albany. Danny. Yo, Ronnie. Thank you. Frank Hardholder, number double zero. I got a weather Ichiban. Springfield, Massachusetts, way up in the northeast, gets hit with two tornadoes, and four people are dead. Let me ask you a question, Dan, and you fucking know better than anybody. I mean, you're a meteorologist. What the hell is happening to our country? Yeah, Ronnie, it's the uh, tornadoes are super in right now, bro. Tornadoes are, as they say, the new black. They're faddish, they're trendy, and there's no stopping them at all. Uh, Hicks, I want you to call somebody tonight. It's the... A uh, person that's kind of the secretary of my uh, grand jury. Okay. Um, there's some kind of a, like a glee captain or some kind of a, I don't know what, a kid singing. Okay. I guess in school kids sing. I don't remember singing when we were in school. No, I, I didn't. I think one time we had the hum and that was it. Uh, but I said to them, maybe, hey, maybe you can come in here and sing sometime. Okay, sure. We'll get the fishbowl together. And then he said to me, you don't understand. These kids never get to do anything like this. You're doing God's work. Oh, God. And I felt really good about myself. For These kids work at a slave labor camp or something? Jesus. <sighs> I, I think it's kind of, you know, inner city stuff. Gotcha. Not outer city where you grew up. Gotcha. Queens. Cuborough. Uh, Travis, Kentucky, run a face show. Hey, guys, I just got to say that uh, I, I disagree about this boxing thing because I'm a year and a half clean now, but when I used to still use, I had a neighbor would get those Suboxins and first started out, okay, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get off of it. All right, this will make it good. And then it just got to the point where instead of splitting the Suboxin up, you just take a whole Suboxin and a half and it gets you just really crazy high. And then you just bomb it everywhere. It was, you know, it was the exchange of how much pain can I take to get this buzzed. And it's an awful thing. When I see people who are like, oh, I'm getting clean, I'm using Suboxone, I just think, man, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I, um, you know, my own way is to stay, you know, if you're going to be off drugs, stay off all drugs, but, you know, whatever, whatever people can do. You know, Fez Whatley, I brought this up before. We're in here live. You're not feeling uh, yourself today? No, I'm sorry. A little, uh, just very, very antsy. Not even a little antsy. Very antsy. What What can we do? What can get you involved in this show? Um, I don't know. I guess I should just start uh, throwing stuff out there. So, Steve Spurrier. Yahoo! Uh, we play that. Because you like reading the Yahoo News, that's comforts you? Yeah, it's a lot of times it's the only thing that's going on in my head, besides the, the fear. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Spurrier says that he wants to start a thing, and he's got other SEC coaches on board with it. Now, when you say start a thing, you mean a new uh, football team? No, this a is new a new league? No, this is like a new program for the football players. Okay. Where they'll receive $300 a game. This is the traveling roster. So it's all the. What do they get now? They get uh, nothing other than their scholarships. Okay. So he says this would come out of the coaches' pockets and $300 a game per player. And then that, he thinks that would be a way around players, you know, accepting gifts. They would have some spending money. They Mm -hmm. could go out on a date. With Sparrier? No, no, like with their girlfriends, mm. they could take their parents to dinner, the parents traveled to the game. Right. It just seems like 300 just doesn't see. it almost seems like an insult. 
for what they're for what uh, the schools are bringing in on the money. Well, yeah, but right now it's zero, right? Yeah. So three hundred would be better. Yeah, it would definitely be better. But I mean, he's offered them three hundred dollars more than anyone else's. Oh yeah. So so step in the right direction. So he's hoping that uh, I think the Big Ten is also looking at this. He doesn't think it has a chance of getting through the NCAA. But he wants to put it out there to start a dialogue on this, that these players aren't getting what they need. If we're talking, if it's June, you know we're talking football. Um, Big basketball uh, stuff going on right now. I look at this, Hicks. Is there any possible way the Heat don't win this now? Dirk can bring it back. If they, they, they got to take it tonight. If they don't take it tonight, it's fucking over. And Shaq, of course. Uh, oh, poor Shaq. Oh, no, yeah. Twitter retired. No, you're 39 years old. You're that big. I mean, most of these big guys die at a very, very young age. But uh, He's had a great career. He's had a lot of fun, it seems like. Shaq is one of the strangest guys I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Shaq actually said this. He said one day, he's like, I like being a class clown. I like... Standing out in the crowd. I'm like, you like standing out in the crowd? You're a fucking freak of nature. There's not a crowd on the planet Earth you wouldn't stand out of. He's a, just a huge black man. And it's Wait a minute, who just walked out of there? Who are the famous girls that came out of Shady 45? I'm thinking maybe Housewives. I don't know who that was. It looked very, very familiar to me. Give me a, give me a backup on it, though. I want to know. I need to know immediately. Uh, hey, bartender. Hey, man, look at here. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, what's up, buddies? How you doing, Ronnie? Hey, Pepper. Hey, uh, Fezzy Marie, you are killing the Yahoo News today, buddy. I just want to let you know. Hey, uh, Yeah. Ronnie, I had a question about the grand jury. Are, are you able to get any nice half slices over there, or where are they feeding you? I am not allowed to talk about that, but we're on our own as far as food goes. Uh, no half slices. That's, that's disappointing. It is, and yet on the other hand, it's absolutely perfect. Yes, six. That was Niecy Nash. She was. She's on. Uh, she's on Reno Nine One One. She was the black cop actress. I know, but you don't have to say what color she is. That doesn't matter to us. Okay, she was the cop on Reno Nine One One. We live in a world right now where we're all equals. All Some of us. us a little more equals, but all equals. Is this Scram Diggity? Hey, Ronnie, how you doing there? We there? What do you say there, Scram? Scram Dog. Uh, you know, I, I have uh, chronic Lyme's disease. Some of the guys on Twitter kind of know about this. So I'm on uh, narcotics all the time, and I've pretty much exhausted everything. I've tried Oxy, Methadone. They tried me on that Suboxone a couple of years, and it just made me slur like I should have been wearing a helmet to school. I mean, it was just... I, I was all there, but it was like, you know, those movies where people kind of look like they get trapped in their own body and they see things, but they can't talk. That, that's how I felt. I, felt I like only know one movie like that. Stammering. Uh, uh, Scram, idiot. I know you've been going through a bad time right now, too, right? Yeah, I had a rough night. I had to put the, put my dog down last night. Ah, uh, man, how long did you have that dog? You know, I only had him for eight months, but we rescued him. He was already an adult, and... Uh, we had a good we had a good connection he and I and uh, he's been helping me you know it's it's kind of hard with the with the disease I got to stay home from work a lot just because I'm in so much pain 
uh, you know, he's there when my wife can't be when she has to go to work, and there's no one else there. So he was really, uh, he was helping me out. That sucks, dude. That just That's uh, all right. He's, you know, he's been over to Molly's before. Uh, <laughs> so even he got to go over there a couple of times. Even, uh, you know, Wolfie. Uh, Mikey sent me a... Mike you can call him Wolfie. I got no problem with you calling him Wolfie. Uh, Mike Kaka sent me a text earlier today uh, telling me, you know, he heard the bad news, and uh, that meant a lot to me. You know, he's a, he's a good friend to have. He called me at home, woke me up, and he was fucking choked up when he was telling me. Choked oh, I'm sorry up. he woke you up. I know you got your messed up sleeping schedule. That's okay. Jury jury. I, I'm, I am available 24 hours a day when any, any of my listeners are in pain at any time. That's physical or mental. Well, thanks for that, Ronnie. You're a, you're a good you're a good friend to have for all of us who've never even met you. We still uh, we still we still uh, you're 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 something else, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, Ronnie. Peace. Um, Brazilian Julie actually tweeted this: "The only forty dollars Ronnie B wants is Eastside Dave's." Well, forty-four dollars or forty-six now can't even come up. It is very very hard to keep up with. It's serious because Dave doesn't really know how to make these bets, so it's fucking up the bookkeeping. Um, we'll just tell him that he owes me seventy eight hundred. Okay, <laughs> I'll pass that along. <laughs> it might freak him out a little bit, but I think he'll believe it. Oh, he said, Dave. I know you love Dallas so much and you hate the heat so much, but I don't see it happening. I think it's all the Gator with the heater, the Big Boss with the hot sauce. Or Dirk's busted up left hand. Hey, Andy. It's good to talk to you. Ron Fez show. Hi, Ben, Ronnie. Good, good. to see you. Good to hear you. Uh, listen, this, this, Ron, this will probably make you sick, but um, or you just won't give a shit. But uh, my wife and I were flipping around the stations the other night, and we came across this new thing on Cartoon Network that they're doing where they've got Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, for all we can tell, basically doing Seinfeld and or Curb. The entire show is basically, it, it's like Looney Tunes, but it's the, it's, the, it's the comic, like, pacing and, like, a weird attempt at dark humor that, that Curb and Seinfeld was. Was this on Adult and, Swim? I, I, it's later. It's not technically on Adult Swim. I think it's but it's just like later in their programming schedule, and it's not like you know. It's not like adult humor. I mean, it's 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 you know. It's it's like uh, pretty much G-rated humor. But we we were looking at it, and and we we were laughed in a few places. But we're all at the same time. I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if I'm looking at something that is weirdly genius or doomed to fail or both. Um. I really don't know what even to make of it. It's just such a weird, like, departure for those characters. And basically what it distills down to is that Bugs is Jerry and Daffy is like a weird mix of George and Kramer. Um, I will look into this. Uh, I will definitely look into this. Uh, by the way, um, Children's Hospital tonight, I believe midnight, tonight, midnight, uh, which is why I can't believe that we haven't run... The uh, unmasked by now, and from what I understand, it's not even supposed to un run for weeks, Fuzz. Yeah, for another uh, week or two. Yeah, week or two. Yeah, which it, is it? Uh, it's uh, I guess two weeks. <sighs> All right, a couple of people are writing in about uh, 
some of the guests replacing Fez. No, they're not replacing Fez. Fez is here throughout this. Isn't that true, Fez? Yes, I'm here. Uh, but they are replacing you, the caller. That's the problem with doing this. I miss you guys. I don't know why we just can't have you call in blindly throughout the night. But when this show is over here, and uh, Rob Cross, who I don't consider just a PD, but a friend. And I said, you know, Rob, I've been coming in here cutting all new material. I know I'm doing this grand jury. And he said this. He goes, it ain't good enough. I go, well, I'm trying to protect the, the city against crime. He goes, fuck the city, fuck the country, fuck everything. I don't give a shit if 900 murders go unsolved. I need live radio. Sounds like Scarface or something. Jesus. Worse. He started laughing and fucking screaming that he was an evil genius. Higgs, did you eat breakfast today? Now, that's a weird thing. Fez, what time do you get in in the morning? Uh, about 10.30, 11 o'clock. 10.30 or 11 o'clock? What time do you get in? Yeah, 10.30, usually. Okay. So, there you are. You're already having anxiety problems almost uh, four hours before the show starts. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a round-the-clock schedule. Um, this is the thing, and I missed it because what happened is when I went into my uh, bag to see my grand jury lunch, and I, jo- I jumped on the train yesterday before I had time to eat lunch. Oh. Got up here, and I said, all right, I'm going to eat very quickly. I looked down, I had two turkey sandwiches, and I gave one to my friend Chris Stanley. Very much appreciate it. was delicious. Thank you. And from what I understand, when I got up, Fez kind of fell into a tizzy. I missed it all, so let's take a listen. This is just known now as the blueberry clip. You're on a health food kick. I guess so, yeah. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a... A stand standalone fruit. Um, the voice uh, is going to get the uh, spot after uh, the Super Bowl. All right. Now I missed all that. Um, the weird thing is, it's not even a. A standalone fruit. What did you mean by that? That if you have blueberry, like if you get a juice or something. A blueberry juice? Yeah, if uh, they have to combine it with something else. You don't ever get just, like, cran- Yeah, I've never heard of a blueberry juice. Like You're that right. Ocean Spray has their new blueberry uh, juice cocktail out. Mm-hmm. And it's mixed with apple and grape. You don't, you don't get just blueberry. Can I, I can't, can I tell you something? Geniuses. Until you petered out. Pure genius. Here's another one. Watermelon. And I don't get watermelon juice. Uh, Karen, you're on my fez. Ronnie? Yes. You're still as funny as ever, but I haven't listened to you guys in so long. And I think it was around 92 or something when Fez came on the scene and a mask and a cape and he was so funny and you couldn't shut him up. And now he's just constantly on the air reading and stumbling. And I just heard that blueberry thing, and it's hilarious. But he's not even the same person. Well, you've had, he's had some uh, anxiety problems, right, Fez? Uh-huh. 
uh, and some of it. Now, Karen, are you, are you happy? You made Fez cry. Oh, I love Fezzy. I mean, I think he could have gone off the air a long time ago, and so many people, including me, would miss him. I don't like him hurting like that. Um, um, I don't like shows that go on and on about how he's so uncomfortable on the air and hearing the voice and the secret that wasn't a secret a long time ago, but we all love Fezzy. Mm. All right. Let me hear the blueberry thing again, because I th- kind of feel like there's a there's some kind of clue to this. You're on a health food kick. I guess so, yeah. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a a standalone fruit. Um... All right, here's one of the problems, I think, Fez. Stop planning things to say and just say stuff. Your whole standalone fruit thing was I, what got you into that uh, jam. Um, Kevin wants to pick up on your Steve Spurrier. Yahoo! Yahoo. Hey, boys, what's going on? Yeah. I just wanted to say, I heard Fezzy say about them getting $300 uh, per game. You know how it's not enough. But what you got to take into consideration is these kids are getting free education, room, board, and meals and stuff. I mean, you're talking $40,000 a year just for each kid to go to school here. Over four years, you're talking 160 grand. Guess what? That, that the school is paying out. Now, grand, should they get something? I absolutely. I mean, dude, dude, can I tell you something, though, Kevin, while you're going on by this? That's the number two sports league in America. In terms Absolutely. of fans and fucking TV viewerships, they should not be trailing hockey players, basketball players. They're making huge money. But beyond that, I, I don't understand attacking Spurrier when he's the first guy who put it up there. I feel like at least he's saying, hey, I'm trying to do something. Um, we'll see what happens from here. Uh you know, I hate when it's when somebody says, I'll do something, and then other people who've got nothing that they've put in go, well, that's not enough. Beat them. Match it. Put something up there. That's right. Throw it up. Um, John, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I got another uh, fruit that stands alone. Fez. <laughs> Stop it with that. The fruit doesn't stand alone. The cheese stands alone. I never even got that when we were kids. The cheese a person? Is that a metaphor? I never fucking got that whole thing. It sounded like people were just leaving cheese out to rot. What was taking what? I forgot the whole fucking song. You used to take things, right? Right. The the farmer takes a wife. Yeah, but what is the song? uh, Is it the farmer takes wife song? Yeah, I think that's the farmer in the dell. Yeah, I don't know. I remember they fucking tried it. I think only... I didn't know what Adele was, either. That's your niece. Now, by the time we did it once, I go like this. I raised my hand. I said to the teacher, I go, if you ever make us sing that fucking song again, I quit. And also, I ain't square dancing with anyone. Wow, that's a lot of demands out there. I don't like fucking square dancing when I'm in the fucking second grade. It's fucking bad enough being short, but the last thing you need is all that fucking dosy doing. It does that is a dance that doesn't catch on even down south. Yeah, I doubt that even it does use it was like back in like the twenties and shit, right? People actually did that. I actually said this as a teacher, I go, 
Enough of the square dance. It's time we start the hip dance. The Let's grind? fucking make this thing happen. I want to see everybody start in Pogo. Oh, sick. Um, here's Josh. Whoops. Josh, you're on the Ron and Fez show. How you doing, Ron? Yeah. Um, fucking, they used to make us do the electric slide, but I don't see any problem with fucking, you know, addiction. I'm sitting here, you know, drinking a beer right now, and, you know, I, I, I drink about an 18 bag a day, but I don't see any problem with it. No one says that you, you have to. It's only for the people that want to stop. That's when the well, problem kicks in. But if you want to do it, do it. Okay. I'll right. do it. I'll, I'll talk to you. Here's the weird thing about uh, drinking 18 beers a day, right? Because, Higgs, do you see anything wrong with it? Yeah, whatever. It's, it's only beer. Okay. But what if someone said to you, I have 18 glasses of milk a day. Or I sit down and I drink a gallon of milk while I'm listening to fucking music sitting at my kitchen table. You know what I mean? Like, you would think if you substitute beer for any other kind of beverage, if someone said to you, I have 18 grape sodas a day, you'd be like, you're a fucking lunatic. You'd be diabetic soon. But if someone says I drink 18 beers a day, you're like, leave them alone. Let them do what he wants, baby. Leave them the fuck alone. Speaking of which, I'd like to thank Ted for sending me a couple of six-packs of tall boys of Narragansett beer. I think it's from Rhode Island. Thanks, Ted. And big up to Maurice for a carton of smokes. Thank you very much. This is only sold in, uh, this beer is only sold in Rhode Island because that is a very small niche market for someone. Yeah, really. It's, I guess that's what the brewery is. And I'm pointing this out. I'm saying niche and not niche. Yeah, fuck niche. No thanks. Before we get into the... Uh, I can't believe they're ending the fucking show on me already. No. I need my fucking cars. I need my interaction. I know. Maybe I can get the lines up. Fucking. I want you to take a fucking message right now. All right, take it. Hold on. Yeah. Um, and I want you to send it out to Rob Cross, Cross, program director of former two or two. Former. Okay. The virus. Virus. Um. First of all, just write, hi, Rob, I hope you're not mad. I can't stand when you're cross with me. Um, and then put smiley face, hee hee, he, he. Uh, LOL. Lols. Um, say, then say to him, look, Rob, you got me. I finally figured out I love talk radio. Love the talk. I fucking hate jury duty. Hate. I hate being in the grand jury. Jury. It's not as grand as they make it out to be. Not and then right. put hee hee, he -he. LOL. LOL. Uh, and then put Turtle. Turtle. Then put, Dave owes me a lot of money, and I want to get it as soon as possible, or else I want you to shut down the special delivery show. But that's something for us to talk about later. Right, special delivery, shut down, talk later. And just say, I hope you enjoyed your trip to Chicago and the Ron Bennington cupcake that was waiting there for you. Uh, speaking of Chicago, here's Joe in Chicago. Uh, hey, Ron, how's it going? Very, very well right now. I'm, I'm with my listeners. Yeah, that's where you need to be. Hey, I got one question for you. Yes. I just got a Ron Bennington cupcake from Molly's Cupcakes. I want to know if it was safe to give to my three-year-old son. No. Oh, it's not. It's okay. the only cupcake that is for those 21 and older. And even though there's no alcohol in it, uh, I just think it's too delicious for to waste on a child. Oh, 
Okay. okay. Their pals are unrefined. So he's got to wait 18 more years. Uh, yeah, because I don't want him. I don't like to see kids enjoying themselves. Matter of fact, oh. just give him a carrot and go like this. Here's a cupcake. So love it. Um, you know what? Now I'm worried about that letter. Read it back to me, would you, Hicks? Okay, uh, Rob Cross, program director of the virus, grand jury blows. That's that- not the what are you? What are you just fucking write down every fifth fucking word? Bullet points. Bullet points. Dave owes me money. Shut down. Special. Could you do delivery. me a favor? Remember a verb, maybe an adjective, so I don't look like some grunting fucking caveman. This does say from the desk of Ron Bangton. This. You know, here's something weird about radio. So I woke up this morning, and uh, I'm turning around, and I see uh, Imus is on the Fox News channel, and he's talking to Bill O'Reilly. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I never, you know, saw these two together. Bill O'Reilly was on the phone, and Imus was there. And as he's talking to O'Reilly, and that's... You know, O'Reilly, whether you like him or don't like him, is a big deal in cable news. But while he's talking, I look I look at Imus, and Imus has this bowl of something that he's just like swirling around, trying to take little bites of. And I'm like, that's the difference from being in radio and TV. Hold on. Hicks, who are you yelling at over there? Uh, there's no yelling. It's just a live read. It's supposed to be done. I talking fast here. You forget about the live read? Um... Yeah. You need to do it right now? I can do it now. Yeah. It's uh, rawtalentguitar.com. If you are trying to pick up guitar, this is the program for you. It's the software you want because you will become a better guitarist in 30 days guaranteed from rawtalentguitar.com or your money back. Raw Talent Guitar, it's a teacher, it's an amp and a band, all in one box. It comes with a special USB cable that connects your guitar to your computer, complete software there, and includes classic songs from bands like Boston, Oasis, and The Clash. Even if you've never picked up the guitar before, you can start learning it now with rawtalentguitar.com. They got high-definition video lessons, practice sessions, and they're even using the University of Miami music professor Patrick O'Kane. Raw Talent Guitar, the most revolutionary guitar training system ever. Available now. Enter promo code FEZ for a special discount only at Raw rawtalentguitar.com learn practice perform visit rawtalentguitar.com to order satellites gone up to the skies uh, tell all the callers if they like the hold they'll be the first calls tomorrow and if you'd like to be on tomorrow's show today call me right now at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ we will freeze your call in time and space only to thaw it out tomorrow. That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ so you will be able to listen to your call that you make today tomorrow. Think about it in an invest as an investment in your calling future. I will just say again I miss the shit out of you people. I hope someday you'll welcome me back in your hearts and homes. Hope you people appreciate it.
Even if they don't. I appreciate them now. I hate pushing this button. Hold on, everybody, for tomorrow's calls. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>